Lots of channels, nothing to watch, especially if you're searching for the truth. It's time to interrupt your regularly scheduled programs with something actually worth watching. Salem News Channel, straightforward, unfiltered, with in-depth insight and analysis from the greatest collection of conservative minds like Hugh Hewitt, Mike Gallagher, Sebastian Gorka, and more. Find truth. Watch 24-7 on SNC.TV and on Local Now, Channel 525. On AM860, The Answer. The home team is brought to you in part by the law firm of Papa and Guype. Visit papaandguype.com by Florida Hospital Center ICE off I-75 at State Route 56 in Wesley Chapel. By Shoot Straight with locations on both sides of the bay. By Vermost Insurance. By Mahoney's Auto Repair. By the Palm Pavilion on Clearwater Beach. By the Positive Coaching Alliance. By Casper's Company, McDonald's Restaurants. And by AmeriFirst Mortgage. And now, here he is, the arena voice of the Tampa Bay Lightning, Orlando Magic, and the press box voice of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Paul Porter. Uh, just getting a chance to play in the World Series and then uh, getting a chance to hit a walk-off home run. You know, obviously, there's not many words I can use to describe that. The feeling was just pure joy and incredible. In front of 50,000 Dodger fans, to drive us and to stay for, I mean, what was it, 17 innings, 18, 19 innings, 18 innings. Forgot, I lost count. Seven hours and 20 minutes, and there were still probably 40,000 fans here. 3.30 this morning, the game ended. Uh, and those of you that stayed up, well, if you're a better man or woman than I am, because uh, I, I, I didn't even watch the World Series last night. Truth be told, I watched the Lightning game. And then the World Series was on. I got busy with some other stuff and uh, didn't get to watch it at all. Uh, Jason, did you watch the start of the World Series? I watched some of it. I was slipping back and forth. There was that, the Lightning game, college football going on, uh, Miami and Boston College. Uh, I watched a horror movie, too. And, uh, <laughs> but I, no, I, but needless, I didn't stay up to the very end. Well, for Red Sox fans, the horror movie uh, was, <laughs> was the, the 18th World inning. Series. Yeah, 18th <laughs> inning. Dave Papa is here filling in today for John Bychek, who was at the uh, Lightning game last night. Uh, he'll be at the Lightning game again tonight. He's on a, a road trip. I always say when I grow up, I want to be like John Bychek yeah, because uh, he, he he works hard, but he, he plays hard, too. That's the way he says it. And uh, Dave, you're just back from New England. You were up there on a little recharge uh, trip, right? Absolutely. And uh, we certainly are glad to have you here. You've got your uh, lovely daughter with you this morning as well, who's uh, uh, going to be accompanying you on a on a little jaunt after you're after you're done with the show. Huh? Yeah, we're going to head over to the uh, Disney World area, and then Maybe the you'll Mount see Jason. Yeah. Well, I was going to say the interesting thing here. We're going to be staying at the same hotel. Of course, uh, me and my mom are going over tomorrow. A lot of times we, we do go over on Saturday, but we're just uh, it's going to uh, be uh, heading out there uh, tomorrow morning. Uh-huh. Yeah, uh huh. But right. it's, yeah, the the, uh, the dolphin. Yes. Yeah, that's one of my choice hotels there. Beautiful uh, hotel. Very nice. I was just in Orlando on Thursday with uh, the Magic game. Wow. So, uh, (laughs) anyway, we've got plenty to talk about today. And uh, the longest World Series game ever 
History was made last night. Seven hours and 20 minutes, as Dave Roberts said. That was two games in one. 18 innings. Yeah, like Ernie Banks used to say, let's play two. Well, they did. They did play two. And uh, what a game it was. And uh, three to two, for those of you that missed the ending, the Dodgers win it on a walk-off home run in the bottom of the 18th by Max Muncy. And then um, now it's two games to one. It's a series again. I think if the Red Sox win last night, it's pretty well done. They're up 3 nothing, and uh, I don't see the Dodgers beating them four in a row. But now it's a, a three out of five series, and uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, Dave, you saw the very end of it. Now, be honest. Did you not off... A few innings and wake up and, oh, it's the 12th inning. Oh, it's the 14th inning. Oh, no. You didn't. You, no, you were I, able to stay awake the whole time. I was awake the entire time. I even ordered pizza last night around midnight. <laughs> so it kept me going. And I had no idea, of course, it was going to last 18 innings. But it was a great game. Yeah. Great I, game. I, I'm sure you turned the TV off soon as the game was over, right? Immediately. I didn't see him touch home plate. Okay. I saw him flip his helmet, and I said, all right, I've seen enough. That's enough. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I, I've got some good friends over at Fox 13, and I'm wondering if those poor souls had to do the 11 o'clock news at 3.30 in the morning. I'm, I'm sure they did. Yeah. So it, that would have been a rough half hour, hour or so yep. for those people. But uh, Jason and I were talking prior to the show, and uh, Jason, you had said you were watching, was it Sports Center or an ESPN one show? The, one of the sports, the morning shows. Okay. Yeah. And. One of the hosts was watching the the World Series with his daughter, mm-hmm. probably much like you, Dave, were watching it until she pro- she didn't stay up till three thirty, right? No, now. she went to bed about midnight. Uh, I knew there was one sharper knife in the drawer, there, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> she is it. <laughs> but what what the host was saying, Jason, is that he was watching it with his teenage daughter, right? And the teenage daughter was bored to death. Yes. Basically, right? Yeah, she basically she made a comment, something along the lines, how can you watch this garbage? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and, the, and the guy, well, he was taken aback. What do, you, what do you mean, garbage? This is the World Series. These are two storied franchises, the Red Sox and the Dodgers. This is mm-hmm. the best of the best. You know, how, I mean, what, what, why aren't you watching it? And why you, you've got your, your head and your, your cell phone or whatever. She says, oh, well, my head's on my cell phone because, because this is on. Maybe you should put on something more entertaining. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But if, I guess what the highlight is, it, and what he, what the conversation was, he was talking about it is, baseball has a problem, and the problem is, the youth, the, the next, the new generation, doesn't buy into it, doesn't yeah. like it, and the majority of it. He, he says he thinks you know what he was saying is you know well, you baseball's got me, it's got my you know I had my father, my grandfather, it's got you, your father, your grandfather. But what about our kids? Right. Then what's going to be our our kids' kids? Are they going to be into baseball right now? It doesn't seem so. Yeah, yeah. Dave, your daughter is uh, how old is she? Uh, She's twenty. Twenty. Okay. Mm-hmm. It, it, can we get her to come up to the microphone here? I, sure. I, I would just like to get her perspective on this as a twenty-year-old. Do you find baseball? You watched it with your dad last night till midnight when you finally gave up and went to bed. Yeah. But do you find baseball a little slow, a little like, like Jason was describing there? Ah, uh, sometimes. Sometimes okay. they do, sometimes they don't. Okay, all right. How about your friends? Do you have many friends that watch baseball? or? No, not at all. <laughs> okay, and, and why do you think that is, that they don't watch it? They probably don't find it entertaining. Uh-huh, okay. So pretty much the same thing, confirmed yeah. right here with a real-life 20-year-old that uh, uh, 
just doesn't find it entertaining. Boring. You find it boring? No. I like she, it. She likes Under- baseball. Okay. I mean, I grew up with it because my brother played baseball Okay. For so long. Would you like it better if it was a faster game and was played in two and a half hours? Like back when your dad and I were kids, it used to be a two and a half hour game, like a hockey game or a basketball game. Would you like it better or do you like the four hour games? I think the four hour games is good because it kind of like sets it out for like the nine innings, kind of like let them. Get okay. Yeah, get everything out. All right. So yeah. she doesn't mind that. But she, she'll go to the parks with me and watch. She'll go to Fenway and we'll watch games together. She's perfectly happy doing it. But she's not really indicative of other 20-year-olds, her friends, and they don't feel quite the same way. Her friends won't even come to games if we give them tickets. Uh-huh. Okay. All right. So that's yeah. that's what I w- that's where I was trying to go with that. And Jason and I have been trying to figure out ways to help Major League Baseball. Now, not that they're going to help us, but we're just trying to move things along a little bit. And one of the things we both agreed on, and if Jason and I agree on anything, it's it's a historical event. Yeah, so <laughs> it, it really has, baseball really needs to take notice of it if, if Jason and I agree on something. And that is to limit the number of pitching changes, and we both agreed that each manager could use three pitchers per nine innings. And that's it. With you the, with, have your starter, you have your closer, and you have your middle relief. With the exception pitcher. if the game, obviously, if it goes uh, to extra innings uh, or um, if there's an injury to a pitcher. Those would be the only exceptions. But a if, legitimate if injury. A legitimate injury. But if it's a regular nine-inning game, you can use at most up to three pitchers, and that is it. Now, well, wait, we're not done. We're not done, Dave. We'll okay. get your opinion after, hey, we, okay. after we tell you all of our it's ideas. It's blowing over. All right. <laughs> We also agreed on, and this is, again, another historical event, we also agreed on a way to make things faster would be to not allow a batter to step out of the batter's box and that a pitcher could pitch at any time. He did not, if the, if he, if the batter did step out of the box, he can still pitch, and if it's a strike, it's a strike. And the batter loses out. If the catcher throws, the moment the catcher throws the ball back to the pitcher, the pitcher can grab it and throw it to home plate. Basically, this is like a quick, a quick pitch, fast pitch to try to catch, so the, catch the batter. So the batter has to be on alert for a fast right. pitch. And 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 the, the but there's also going to be a clock on the pitcher. The pitcher, you know, whatever it is, twenty seconds. Yeah, however he has many to long. pitch in twenty seconds and, or and, less. And, and, and if he doesn't, maybe a horn goes off like you'd have in basketball with a shot clock. <laughs> if that okay. pitch is not out of his hands at that time, it's a ball. Okay. No, no, wait, we got one more. All right, I'm keeping more, track Dave. of this. Okay. I've got several objections. All right. <laughs> well, you'll really object to this because this is one that Jason and I didn't agree on. But what I have said for years is to make a foul ball a swinging strike so that if you foul off the third strike, you're out. And uh, you know, Yehudi likes that. He's given the thumbs up to that. So that three foul balls is the same as three swinging strikes or three call strikes. And that... I know you're shaking your head yeah. no, but yeah. but what I'm going for is a faster game, and you have to admit I think that all three of those things would speed the game up. The one I, I didn't I disagree about the foul ball is I just think it would be an, an unsatisfactory way to end an at bat. You just be, you go away feeling that that, that something's not then right. Hit it fair. He didn't. Well, but, but I know, but but sometimes <laughs> it happens. It's not easy to hit a you know a, a round ball with the the. 
the, the round bat. That's, well, that's, that's what that's, makes it a game. That's I know, what makes but, I, it but I just think that the ball should either be put in play or it should be a strikeout. That's the way the at-bat ends to, to end it. I mean, let's say if it's, if it's a close game and that's the final out of the game in a World Series game. The final out is on uh, on a foul ball. That just doesn't seem right at all. Now, Dave, before you respond, let me ask you, okay, you've got your daughter who's 20 years old. It says that her friends really don't care for baseball. No, nope, they don't. They're not interested. They don't really care to game, go to a game. Even if they have free tickets, they're not going to go. Right. Baseball is looking for ways to appeal to the 20- and 30-year-olds that that they need to. These are the future fans. I mean, the 60, 70, 80 year olds are going to die off. And if the 20 and 30 year olds now aren't interested in going, and then their kids aren't interested in going because they're not, their mom or dad didn't take them to games, it's really going to hurt the, uh, it's really going to hurt the sport. So there's really, I know the commissioner's calling and you're, they're, they're trying to get a hold of you because they want you to uphold the rights of baseball. And the traditionalists are calling. Yeah, absolutely. But keeping in mind, thank you. <laughs> keeping in mind that we're trying to make the game more appealing by speeding okay. things up. Okay. I know, as a purist, it sounds terrible. <laughs> yeah, but, it's it's worse but than ter- terrible. But, to get the yeah. game going faster, how There's do we ways. do it? Okay, let me respond to the other things that you guys agreed all on. All right. <laughs> First of all, by limiting the pitchers, you're taking away from the tactical por- portions of the game, where. You've got a chess game going on with right-handers, left-handers, pinch hitters. You're taking away that completely, so I disagree with that. There is a, a, a clock for pitchers. It's 25 seconds, and it's behind. It's on the uh, the the, uh, the scoreboard. Is that as enforced? As it's it's it hardly ever enforced. It might not be enforced, but it is in play. So if you're saying there should be a clock, well, they're not going to enforce it if they don't already enforce it. Batters are not allowed to leave the batter's box. They're supposed to have their one foot their back foot in the box, one foot out, one foot in, but they're not supposed to leave the box. They're not enforcing that. So there's certain things they're not going to enforce, and they're not going to have a quick pitch because that would be a balk. And the quick pitch is a problem because it's going to be now a professionalism issue. Is that how you're really going to be a good sportsman by throwing a quick pitch? No. They're going to they're going to frown upon that. But I do have a couple of ways that they can change things around. All right. The first of all, stop this in-between innings giving the guys eight minutes to throw the ball around the infield. They've done that all day. They don't need to do that during the game. A pitcher does not have to come in from the bullpen, which he's already warmed up, and have ten more pitches. Mm-hmm. That sort of stuff is, I'm thinking, 15, 20 minutes every game of waste. Maybe even 30 minutes. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, do you really want to sit there in between innings and watch these first basemen throw the ground balls to the infielders while the pitcher's throwing, what, 20 pitches? That's way too much. Well, I don't think any of the players would say they needed that. They don't. But, but I think it's for the advertising that you've got to have the TV get their commercials in and radio get their commercials in, and that's why you have but, those breaks. But that's the breaks that are killing the game because that's the boring part of it. You've got to wait and wait and wait. And you're at but a ball game. You're not watching commercials. There. You're not going to take commercials that. out of sports. You're not. But maybe they could have less of them because if you're talking about cutting the, the time down, there's not a lot of ways I don't think you can do it. But I think, and there's another problem, one more thing, if I may. The problem with the kids today, it's not just the video games and the fact that kids aren't going out there playing ball and staying home and watching the videos. It's the influx of Dominican players that are not social with the fans. Hmm. Now, am I blasting them? No. But a lot of them don't speak to the fans. I go to these games with my grandson. He'll be sitting in the front row with me. I've got all these players walking by. They don't speak English, a lot of them. 
Mm. I've got friends that play in the major leagues that will substantiate what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. They're very cliquish. They, they, they don't speak the language well, so they don't converse with the fans. I hate to say it, but 90% of the fans are speaking English only. 50% of the ball yeah. players aren't. That's a good That's point. That's a huge problem that Major League is going to have to bridge. Mm -hmm. In my opinion, if I was going to play baseball in Mexico or Spain or another mm -hmm. non-speaking English country, I'd learn to speak the language. Yeah. Yehudi wants to chime in on this because, of course, Yehudi is our uh, not only our producer of the program, but he also works at uh, Radio Luz. Uh, one day we'll get him to Radio Win, but until then we'll, we'll, <laughs> we're, we're going to have to keep him on Radio Lose. But, uh, Yehudi, what do you think of what, what Dave just mentioned, that the number of Dominican players that don't speak English and don't communicate with the fans? Well, it's not just Dominican. You also have Puerto Ricans and you have a lot of do other right. races. That, but he is right. There are a lot of players that only speak Spanish, and it does cause an issue for communication. I do have to bring one note, if, if you haven't heard, but Derek Jeter with the Miami um, he is. He authorized his whole team and all his staff to learn Spanish so that everybody could communicate with each other, which is something that I think everybody in Major League Baseball needs to do because a lot of our players are coming from countries that speak Spanish, and if they can't communicate with them, how are they going to get the... But shouldn't so, those but, players be, be taught to they, speak and English? they should be, and they should be. Yes. And the, the other problem about that is that there's a lot of scouts that go out there and just take them no matter what and bring them over without making sure that they know how to speak English. Mm -hmm. but so, you know, but some players, like, like how can I put this? Yassiel Puig, who, he, speak, he speaks Spanish, but he seems like a kind of a character. Now, I could see him, and he even, I, I, he was doing some, uh, some commercial or something or, or for the World Series, but he was speaking a few words in English. They can learn a few words. I, I think they can learn enough to, to come over and converse with the fans. I think it might have more to do with personality. Yasiel Puig is the type of guy I think he would love to come over and converse, even if he doesn't. If the, the communication is not all there, I think that's, he, a, that's a good he, he point. Could use Jason gestures. Makes. And Some they, guys might not have the personality to say, I, I'm, "I'm just not a social person. I don't want to deal with it." Okay, hey, if, let's say Dave, you're sitting in the front row and you mm -hmm. got your kids there, yep. and, uh, and a Hispanic player comes over and says, "No habla español," and signs an autograph. That's what Would, I'm saying. That'd be fine. Perfect. Yeah, I but mean, see, you understand they don't speak English. Yeah, it doesn't take no a English. genius. English. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't take a genius to come over when a kid's holding a pen and a baseball right. to pick them up. You and don't sign have to it. hold a conversation or talk about uh, <laughs> the current state of affairs in uh, in yeah. the U.S. Senate. No, I mean, you, you <laughs> just come over and uh, nod and give them a smile and sign take a picture, ball. sign an autograph. Smile. They can't smile. Sign. You don't have to speak. Yeah. Right. Right. It's a universal understanding when a kid's holding a pen and a ball at a mm -hmm. ballpark. You yeah. want you to sign and it. I think that has more to do it's less about the language barrier and more about maybe the person's personality let me let me just say this last Thursday I was at the magic game came out and there was a large contingent of fans from Brazil that were there watching the game and they they come to a lot of games the magic have sold a lot of tickets to tour groups and that coming from Brazil I came out and a, a group of fans recognized me as the announcer and and the one guy came up to me. And he goes, uh, habla espanol? And I say, no. And he says, sign. <laughs> and, and he had his program there, wanted me to sign his program. And then he goes, 
photo, <laughs> and, and I could tell that he didn't really speak all that English, but he communicated to me what he was asking to do, and I was more than happy to take a picture with him and sign sure. his program, and that's all it takes. You, you just, you know, a baseball player can come over and just shake his hand. That's universal, no matter what language you speak. Uh, you can come over and pose for a picture. You can come over and sign an autograph, and you don't have to say a word of English the whole time. And not only, I'm not just going to blast the Dominicans. I was just using that as an example mm-hmm. of the lack of communication with our fans. If the American ball players or Canadians or the regular guys that we've seen growing up, they don't bother with the fans either. Yeah. Yeah. I, we sat in the front row seat that a doctor friend of mine gave me between the bullpen and the dugout on the visitor's side. First row. These guys are walking by. Kimbrell for the Red Sox, you know, Barnes, all those guys. Kelly, little kid with a baseball and a Red Sox. Cap, hey, hey, oh, I can't do it. Keep walking by. You can't do what? You can't stop and sign a baseball? Mm-hmm. You can't say hello to a kid? It's a whole It's a whole group of them. Right. They're alienating themselves from the fans. And it's not just one group. It's Major League Baseball. I think they're going to go down for this one day. Like you said, the oldest staff, we're dying out. These, yeah. younger players, these younger fans are not going to games anymore. My grandkids don't want to go. Why would they want to go and be ignored by a bunch of ball players they look up to? Yeah. Yeah. Well, want to get your thoughts on that? You're welcome to join us. We have one line open, 289-1860 in Hillsboro, 289-1860. Toll free anywhere else at 877-969-8600 if you want to jump into the conversation. That's just one thing we have on the buffet this morning. We also, uh, lightning win last night, 3-2 uh, to two win over the uh, Vegas Golden Knights, and the Bolts now 7-1-1. One, and one after the first nine games. And uh, what I was happy to see, uh, Andre Vasilevsky, a good game last night. In fact, John Cooper talked about the fact that they did it with defense and Vasilevsky, and here's what John Cooper had to say. You know, they pushed in the first period, and we kind of, um, you know, we just didn't have our skating legs. It was big to be come out of that period up a goal. Uh, thought we had an exceptional second. We kind of had them on their heels. And uh, then they they finally did it and got the job done. But it looks as though the Lightning are going to use Louis Domingue a lot more than they did last year. And he could play upwards of 30 games this year, which would mean uh, somewhere in the neighborhood of uh, the low 50s for Andre Vasilevsky heading into the playoffs. And I think you'll get a much more rested and healthier Andre Vasilevsky if he's the guy you're counting on uh, going into the playoffs. And I think that's a smart move on the Lightning's part to uh, use Louis Domingue more. So we want he's to get a, your thoughts on that. He's been good mm-hmm. when he's been in, so I think that's an advantage to have. You, and tonight he's playing the team that waved him, uh, the Arizona Coyotes. So he's got a little bit of vengeance going into the game tonight, which is the way you want to end a five-game road trip with. I mean, they've been out for a while now. They're back home Tuesday night to uh, host the uh, New Jersey Devils. Uh, also, uh, Buccaneers tomorrow. Uh, Cincinnati Bengals going to be a tough one, but the Bucks now back at three and three. And I was looking ahead at the schedule, and once they get by the games with Cincinnati and Carolina, then it gets a little bit more palatable. If you're a Bucks fan, you've got Washington, New York, and San Francisco, three winnable games. I, I think to win two of those three is very possible. Especially the Giants, they're trading everybody off. San Francisco is not really doing much. And Washington is certainly beatable at home. 
Uh, Jason, if the if the Bucks can win one of these next two, and go four and four right. after week eight or after the first eight games of the season, I think they've got a shot no. to make it a decent season. I think if they're four and four, right? If they're <laughs> at five hundred, they they still have a chance. Uh, they they can make a move. They they win some games in a row and. Um, uh, they can make a nice run. Uh, we saw we we actually saw them do that uh, two years ago, uh, when they had the nine and seven record. Uh, when I watch this team, though, I, I got to tell you, they they make me very nervous. Um, they're, they're all <laughs> they're all over the place. They yeah, are all a over fair the place. You, yeah. you just you absolutely don't know from from play to play, from quarter to quarter, what you're going to get. Um, last week against Cleveland, first half, I thought they looked good. I thought that they looked like they were going to blow the, the Browns out, okay? They had, a, I believe it was 16-2 to two at, uh, at halftime. They were pretty dominant. They come out the second half, they look like a completely different team. No, no sense of urgency, lack of focus. Um, mm-hmm. they're, they're turning the ball over, letting Cleveland get back in the game. Then, of course, the, still the issues with the kicking game. Okay, so, uh, you know, Chandler Cantanzaro, so he hits the 59-yarder, so I guess that saved his job. Do you have any confidence in him? Absolutely not. The guy he missed two back, extra points and back-to-back weeks weeks missed a forty-yard uh, field goal at the end of regulation would have won the game right then and there. You don't even have to go through the drama of, of overtime. They were saying this could be the first guy to ever kick the game-winning field goal and be waived. Yeah, I mean, I mean <laughs> seriously, week, I, I honestly wouldn't have, I, and doing. I wouldn't have blamed the Bucks if, if they had yeah. done that because you, you really have no confidence. But still, no running game. Uh, the defense, I still have no confidence in the defense. So you, you just don't know what you're going to get with this team. And mm-hmm. that's just, that's what's frustrating. Yeah. Dave, what are your thoughts on the Bucks? Yeah, that's that's kind of, I would have to mirror those thoughts that Jason just said. It's hard to watch them sometimes. I've got season tickets and I go to the games. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you get excited, you're watching them. But then it's like, boy, there's so many holes. The defense just doesn't look right at times. Yeah. Um, they look like they take a lot of plays off. Mm-hmm. They really yeah. do as a whole. And this team has not been good at adjustments. Yeah, other teams come in at halftime, they come out and they look like a different team in the second half. The Bucks, just the opposite. They look sometimes worse in the second half and than they did in the first half. But I think that's the part of the coaching. Yeah. The coaching issue right yeah. there. And so why, why why don't we make adjustments? You have to ask that Speaking question. Speaking of coaching, the Rays lost two of them this week. Uh, Rocco Baldelli, now the new manager of the Minnesota Twins, and uh, Charlie Montoya, the new manager of the Toronto Blue Jays. It's understandable, though, when you have a team that wins with no budget, teams are going to look at them and say, well, these guys must know what they're doing. These are prime candidates actually, to be managers. It's actually a compliment to the organization. It is. That it shows, is. boy, you know, you, you've got assistants, two assistants who are now mm-hmm. head managers. On, and the Rays will recycle clubs. some guys up yeah. from uh, from uh, Durham, and they'll but, be the next guys while, to move into the majors. Yeah, but you, 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 you don't want to see those guys go. In a way, it shows you that, that this organization is doing some things mm-hmm. right. Yeah, yeah. So congratulations to both. Uh, of course, Rocco Baldelli, former player with yes. the Rays. Yep. And uh, Charlie well, Montoya has been in the organization for a long yep. time. So we wish them all the best. Uh, we want to uh, get to your calls. Also, we're going to be joined on the program today by Steve Griggs, the uh, chief executive officer of the Tampa Bay Lightning. He's going to join us right after the break. Then Brian will be getting to you in Brooklyn as well. If you want to get uh, that third line call right now, they go quickly. The contest this week week 
the Bucks and the Bengals and USF and Houston. Uh, a couple of big games uh, coming up this week. Congratulations to Tony from Ebor. He was the winner of the USF contest last week. And congratulations to Jason Alessi, who was the winner of the Bucks contest. But since Jason uh, yeah. doesn't need any gift certificates for Alessi Bakery, he can get whatever he wants over there. Uh, we pass it along to the top caller, and that was JC. And JC was the winner, uh, seven points off. But J- Jason, one point off two, in your two, prediction. Two weeks in a row, I, I won the contest. I think I won the, the Atlanta one too. I'm glad you pointed that yeah, out. Yeah. So for those of you who think Jason's just a loudmouth that doesn't really know what he's talking about, mm-hmm. well, there. Yeah, Jason, there, there you go. No, Jason I, I was going to say I would tend to win. No, that's okay. Yeah. That's the, okay. <laughs> Jason is a fountain of information. You do. You have yeah, a great things. memory. Yeah. You oh, do. Yeah. A lot yeah, of le- useless information, too. But, yeah. you know, I don't know. I, I don't know what gets stored up here sometimes. <laughs> We're going to take a break, and then we'll come back. We'll talk with Steve Griggs. We'll also talk with Brian and Brooklyn and hopefully you. 289-1860 in Hillsboro and toll-free anywhere else at 877-969-8600. More of the home team coming up on AM860. The answer. News, insight, passion. AM860, the answer. This is Paul Porter, the voice of the Tampa Bay Lightning and Amelie Arena. The Positive Coaching Alliance, PCA, has been positively impacting youth and high school sports nationwide for almost 20 years. The Positive Coaching Alliance provides live workshops and online courses for coaches, parents, and student-athletes, plus many free tips, tools, and educational videos. Did you know that over 70% of children drop out of youth sports by the age of 13? The Positive Coaching Alliance of Tampa Bay is working to keep kids in the game to help youth athletes develop into winners on and off the field. Working together, we can reverse the trend and bring fun back to sports. Join our team by visiting tampabay.positivecoach.org. That's tampabay.positivecoach.org. The Positive Coaching Alliance, tampabay.positivecoach.org. Are you having structural issues at your house? Bowing walls, a cracked foundation, settling structures, sagging crawl space supports, uneven sidewalks, driveway, or pool deck? You need to talk to the people at LRE Ground Services. They've helped me on two different occasions, and they stand behind their work. If you're having to deal with any of these issues, one call can put your mind at ease just like it did mine. 800-580-0229. 800-580-0229. Mention Paul Porter or the home team for a free no-obligation estimate. LREGSI.com. Great family fun is waiting for you at Florida Hospital Center Ice in Wesley Chapel. Ice skating for everyone, from open skating to lessons, hockey teams, league and pickup games. Skate rental is available, and you'll find a full restaurant and snack bar if you get hungry. Did you know the U.S. Olympic women's hockey team trained at Florida Hospital Center Ice? This state-of-the-art facility even has a complete pro shop and performance center. You can skate on or rent one of their three NHL-sized rinks, the Olympic-sized rink or junior rink. For more information on this fabulous two-story facility, visit www.floridahospitalcenterice.com. Visit them on Facebook at Florida Hospital Center Ice. It's all waiting for you just off I-75 at State Route 56 in Wesley Chapel. Come and enjoy all the fun Florida Hospital Center Ice has to offer for your entire family. Just minutes from anywhere in the Tampa Bay area. Find us online at TheAnswerTampa.com. Honest Mahoney's. That's what people have been calling LZ Mahoney for more than 35 years. Honest LZ Mahoney. 
The name really says it all. Mahoney's Auto Repair is a place you can trust. In fact, it was some of his loyal customers that came up with the name. Generations of people have been taking their cars to 4040 54th Avenue North for three and a half decades. Do you need some work done on your car? If his loyal customers call him Honest Mahoney's, that should tell you something right there. The next time you need work done on your car, take it to my friend LZ Mahoney's. He's been a part of the home team for nearly 20 years. Mahoney's Auto Repair. Or just remember Honest Mahoney's. 4040 54th Avenue North in St. Petersburg. A place that people have called home for more than 35 years. Honest Mahoney's. 4040 54th Avenue North in St. Petersburg. The Dennis Prager Show. Unprecedented sneer of a good man. The normal rules of civility do not guide the left. They are governed by what they feel is necessary to achieve their end. They break eggs to make left-wing omelets. Weekdays at noon on AM 860, The Answer. So just how smart is your smartphone? Add a couple of dozen IQ points to your digital friend by downloading the AM860 app. Local news, national headlines, and incisive commentary. Turning your smartphone into a genius. The AM860 app is the answer. If you've been involved in an auto or motorcycle or bicycle accident or any situation where you've been injured by the negligence of another, call the law offices of Papa and Guype at 727-461-4357 or 813-983-7890. When you meet personally with trial attorneys Dave and Stan, you'll know why I endorse them to be your attorneys. Visit PapaAndGuype.com. That's P-A-P-A-A-N-D-G-I-P-E.com. Papa and Guype, the official law firm of the home team. Welcome back to the home team on AM860, The Answer. Glad to have you with us. We're going to get right back to your phone calls or get to your phone calls because the phone lines are literally exploding. And, uh, in fact, I I noticed that uh, Yehudi had, uh, it looked like he had uh, been through a war over there. The lines have been exploding in his face. So he, he's okay, though. You're okay, right, Yehudi? You're, you're okay. He gives thumbs up. Well, better this week now that things are working. We had yes. some, we had some Well, we had some space shuttle issues the last couple of weeks, but I think we got everything squared away. We're very happy to have with us the chief executive officer of the Tampa Bay Lightning. And uh, that is Mr. Steve Griggs, guy that I've known back from when he was with the Orlando Magic. And now he made the move to the Lightning, and things have really taken off uh, since he did. Steve, uh, thank you so much for joining us today. Good morning. How are you, Paul? Doing good. Thanks for taking time out. Uh, I know it's a, a busy time. It's always a busy time as CEO of the Lightning, but uh, uh, what a job you've done as far as uh, this organization is concerned. And, of course, I know you'd be the first to say that Mr. Vinnick is the, the reason that you have the power to do what you do and have been able to do what you do. Well, he's the reason uh, that he allows all of us to do what we do, whether it's, uh, um, you know, on the hockey side or the business side, what we do in the community. He gives us the resources and the vision to uh, to succeed and, and always, you know, do the right thing. And uh, he's got our full support, and uh, it's just a great person to work for. And uh, I speak for all 200 full-time employees and every, you know, 800 part-time employees. There's no better person to work for in North America from from a pro sports perspective. 
Now, I'm sure that you have noticed, Steve, and, and I certainly have noticed as well, that the Lightning have really become the darling of the Tampa Bay community. With all due respect to the Rays and to the Bucks, people really are just crazy about the Tampa Bay Lightning, and it, it's become the thing to do when the Lightning have a home game, and the consecutive sellout streak uh, uh, lends itself to that. Well, you know, we're always... Uh working hard at what we do uh we're always cheering on the rays and the bucks and there's ebbs and flows with with teams and right now with our team the, the team is playing really well on the ice and uh the brand is a, is an all-time high and i think we're at 163 consecutive sellouts and uh, you know we uh we're, we're also very humbled by the fact that we do have 19,000 people there every single night watching our team play and uh, like I said, we're always pulling for the Rays and the Bucks, and I, I always say uh, high tides rise all boats. And uh, I think the Bucks, you know, they're gonna they're they're getting it going here, and hopefully uh, they have another good game against Cincinnati this weekend. And uh, but from our standpoint, uh, we're just very appreciative, and uh, we're thankful that uh, we've been able to uh, sell out this many games in a row, and the, and the commitment from the fans and and, the, and this community. And uh, you know, the more they give to us, the more you know that we have to get back. Uh, Steve, this is Jason Alessi. I know when the Lightning first started, uh, you know, back in '92, there were a lot of questions around this area. Of course, uh, you know, people uh, in the Tampa Bay area weren't as familiar with hockey. I'm sure the rest of the NHL kind of uh, maybe frowned about, about it. Hockey in Florida, you know that. You know what, what is that all about? But I think now that the, the, the Lightning, um, with the, with the ownership of Jeff Vinnick and that they built a, a winning team. Do you think the fact that that the Tampa Bay area is, is such an attractive area weather-wise and other things to do that that's that plays an advantage in bringing players down here, uh, players who are here and want to stay here, and and other possible free agents who would love to come to a to a great organization, but also a, a great uh, a great place to live in general. Uh, it does not hurt to wake up to sunshine every morning. Uh, <laughs> one, but two, you know the 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 PA does. There's uh, you know polls every year about you know best best teams to, to play for and best ownership and, and and usually you know we're in the top three uh, as to where uh, players want to play and I I think it speaks to Jeff and his vision of being world class and you know we treat our players world class we just spent eight million dollars to to transform the uh, practice facility twenty thousand square foot uh, player environment. Um, you know, and I think the players enjoy playing in front of a full house every single night. So that's one. Two, when you when you look at the, the transformation of, of hockey in this community, uh, we just had a record 700 kids just sign up for uh, Learn to Play Hockey, um, which is up from, from 500 last year. And, you know, Jay Feaster is doing an incredible job on the community hockey program where we're about to eclipse handing out a hundred thousand hockey sticks over the last three years. So the uh, the kids are involved in the game now. Uh, our our player our players are excited to see the, the, the enthusiasm of the game at the local level, but also sold out every night. Like I said, you know the players want to play in front of a sold out crowd, and uh, they're, they're they're becoming very knowledgeable about the game, and uh, we're very appreciative of that. Hey, this is David Papa. How are you? Good yourself. I'm doing well. Um, the reason Dave is I'm, also a season ticket holder, by the way. I excellent. Thank put you. that in there. Yeah. Yeah, I was just going to say I, I sit directly behind the bench of the okay. Lightning, so it's a real it's a great perspective. I also get access 
to the XO Club and the Jeep Club. And I want to tell you that the the service, the people that work at that facility are amazing. I don't think I've ever, ever gone to a game where all the staff has not been friendly, pleasant, helpful. And i got to give it to you guys. That's how I look at a facility. That's how I judge the facility, not by the just the product itself of hockey, which has been great with you guys, but the people who work there. And I'm going to tell you, even the people that work at the concession stand, the you know anybody that I've walked into there, they're happy, they're friendly, they want to be there, they're helpful, and that sets you guys far apart on your competition. Well, you know, I always tell people that you know when we look at our brand transformation, and we can talk about you know the community hero investment that's you know two million dollars a year. We've given out six and a half, sixteen point five million dollars so far. Um, the hundred million dollars that's gone into the building to transform the products and services, and you know the fact that we spend to the cap every single year. The one key thing that I always talk about is the transformation of the guest experience and the fan experience, and that has cost us nothing. And what I mean by that is it costs absolutely nothing to be nice to people. And I think the the vision of being world-class and how we treat people has really been transformational. And from the time you step on the plaza with the ushers, the ticket takers, the retail, the food and beverage, every single person in our building treats you in a world-class manner that is, is it, it sounds it sounds simple, but it's been a transformational shift of, of our, uh, our 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 organization in that people just they come and that's, they rave about the, the experience. And I think that's really important. Whether we win or lose, people are having an incredible time. Well, Steve, uh, ten years ago, this guy never even thought about hockey, and now we've got him traveling all over the country. And he's going to he went to the Lightning game last night, and he's going to the Lightning game tonight in Arizona. And you know him very well, John Bychek, and uh, he's a co-host here, except when he's out going to road Lightning games and Buck games. And uh, John, uh, Steve Griggs joining us here. You have a question, I'm sure. Yeah. Steve, I'm not going to talk about how well you run the rink, but on the ice, uh, you guys have done a great job. Uh, I know Iserman is uh, in maybe kind of what uh, tends to be the final year of his uh, contract as he as he simulates <clears throat> up to Detroit. But um, the game last night, I got to tell you, the energy in the building, <clears throat> it matched our energy. They did a great job with it. We had, I'm guessing there may have been close to 1,000 or 1,500 uh, Lightning fans there last night. Dave mm-hmm. Anderchuk came up in our group and did a great job. Um, but on the ice, uh, you know, we've made the right moves. And I know uh, the new assistant GM, who's the GM now, and, and Steve have worked really well. Uh, we see much movement from this team right now. Uh, I don't think we need a lot of pieces unless Hedman was hurt pretty bad last night. We haven't got anything here yet. Yeah, uh, from what I heard via media, you know, I think uh, it's, it's not a long-term uh, injury with, with, with Victor. Um, as it relates to both Julian and Steve, and, you know, Steve is a senior advisor now and has taken a step back. Uh, I think I speak for Jeff and I would, if Steve wants to stay with us as long as he wants to, uh, uh, by all means. But Julian has been, you know, he's been with Steve for eight years and, you know, has been side by side on every single decision that's ever been made with the Lightning here for the last eight years. He was with Montreal before that. Uh, he's passionate. He's smart. He knows the game inside and out. And we have a great hockey operation.
operations staff from top to bottom, scouts, coaches, uh, you know, our assistant GMs, Pat Verbeek, and, 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 I, and I really think, you know, we got a great uh, system here long term. And um, as far as changes um, or additions, I think, you know, there, there's always evaluation of how to get better. And, um, you know, I think, but right now the team's 7-1-1. One, and one. I think everything's working pretty pretty darn well. Yeah, we'll take it. We definitely will. Well, Steve, thank you so much for joining us today. And uh, uh, I know a team is only as good as its announcer, and you've got a great one there. So that, uh, <laughs> yeah. here, here. <laughs> but uh, I had to get that in before I let you go. But uh, uh, we really appreciate it. And uh, John uh, has been very instrumental in, in getting you lined up for the program and we appreciate that and uh, i saw john on on social media last night there's a couple photos floating around uh, having a good time at vegas ah okay well, well i gotta tell you that was uh i i was telling my wife uh that that was the first time in my sports career i've ever wore a jersey to a game uh so that was a big time first for for me and uh and her she well, was with me and it was a big deal do me a favor john if you go to philadelphia don't wear that same jersey in philadelphia that <laughs> vegas you can probably pull it off but philadelphia <laughs> probably wouldn't be a good idea yeah he might yeah. not come back with the yeah jersey. absolutely well steve, steve uh, thank you so much we really appreciate right. you joining us on the program and we'll see you tuesday night when the, right. the devils come to town all right, you guys have a good weekend. Thanks. All right, thanks Thank so you. much. John, uh, are you still there? Yes, I am, sir. You talked a little bit about the atmosphere last night. Uh, uh, what is? How, did you get there in time for that pregame show? I know you're a game-time guy, but did you get there? And the pregame show is supposed to be the best in the league. Well, yes yes, and no. So we got there early. Um, we uh, we had a big crew there from all over. I mean, the, there, I don't know if y'all watched it on TV. There were Lightning fans everywhere. No, we saw the that. Show was, it, yesterday, the game started at 3 p.m. It's evidently Nevada Day. Uh, there were oh, tons okay. of kids there. Uh, so it was not a normal game time. And they came out with a, a little sword action for about five minutes. But it was not the big uh, the big normal show that they do. Uh, but you know, it was, uh, it was good. The atmosphere, they had people out in the courtyard, uh, the flamingo dancers, uh, it just a neat atmosphere in and out of the stadium. It was a great, great venue. Um, but l- let me talk a little bit on the ice. Uh, the, the Nevada fans were extremely, the golden Knight fans were extremely knowledgeable. I mean, we were sitting around a lot of them and, uh, they knew the lightning, uh, you know, they, they weren't, uh, abusive or anything. They cheered when they scored, we cheered. But on the ice, this number 75, he's a big boy. Uh, he looked like he was just going around targeting people. And um, I thought Vasilevsky, I know uh, we, we don't have you completely on board yet as his fan club, but he was off the chart. And people around us were noticing that, the saves he made on the breakaways and, and in traffic and in trouble. They really played a complete game. They, they let down a little bit in the third period, let them in the game, but they withstood the pressure at the end. So just mm-hmm. an all-around great game. And I think Domingo will probably be in goal tonight. Yeah, that's what guess. I understand. He is going to be in goal against his former team, Arizona. So, Well, John, yeah. bring home a win. That would be four out of five on the road trip if they can get that one tonight. And, and then uh, we'll see you back here next Saturday. That sounds good. Thanks, guys. All right. Thanks, thanks so much. John. We're overdue for a break, so we're going to do that. We'll come back and get to Brian and Brooklyn and more of your calls. Thanks again to Steve Griggs, the CEO. And he doesn't do radio, but he did for this show. So you don't hear that very often, but uh, well, I'll let you draw your own conclusions. More of the home team coming up on AM860. The answer.
News, insight, passion. AM860, The Answer. Paul Porter here with my friend, Pastor Craig Altman from Grace Family Church. You know, the kids are such a big part of Grace. And, and a lot of times people say, well, you know, I've got four kids and I don't know if they'll fit in. And, I, you know, they're different ages and boys and girls and that. You do a lot for kids at Grace at all of your campuses. Yeah, we do. You know, there's a saying at Grace Family Church that the kids drag the parents to church. And that's literally the truth. It's mm-hmm. very engaging, very interactive, uh, very creative. In fact, we believe that People should have fun in church, and our kids have fun, but they learn at the same time, and and it's really a drawing card uh, for Grace Family Church. Well, one of the things that I always enjoy is seeing the kids running around and coming out and big smiles on their face, and they're not just there because mom and dad are making them go. Our children's ministry, again, they keep it simple like the adults. The kids walk home with one big idea, but around that idea is a lot of creativity, a lot of fun, a lot of challenges, and it's just it's pretty amazing. Grace Family Church. Just try it. Just try grace.com. Find us online at theanswertampa.com. Whether it's a car accident, storm damage, or a fire, when the unthinkable happens, it doesn't matter if you save money in 15 minutes. In this moment, it doesn't matter if your neighbor has the same insurance you do. In this moment, what matters is that your independent insurance agent and the company that stands behind them have you covered. Auto Owners Insurance. The No Problem People. Visit Vermost Insurance in Tampa Bay today at vermost.com. Human trafficking is modern-day slavery, and it happens in our own communities. Join the Department of Homeland Security's Blue Campaign to learn about this heinous crime. Visit www.dhs.gov slash blue campaign. So just how smart is your smartphone? Add a couple dozen IQ points to your digital friend by downloading the AM860 app. Local news, national headlines, and incisive commentary. Turning your smartphone into a genius. The AM860 app is the answer. Paul Porter here with my friend, Pastor Craig Altman from Grace Family Church. Another thing I've, I've noticed about Grace is that it's very laid back. You don't have to wear a suit and tie. In fact, you probably look a little out of place if you come in in a suit and tie. Yeah, you know, we do that intentionally because we just think church shouldn't be stuffy and religious and formal, just seem to be a very casual environment. I said uh, a lot of people should be uh, better than happy hour in your local bar. It should be a friendly place where people feel recognized and and acknowledged and wear your golf shirt and your shorts and come to church. Now, people might say they're out on Van Dyke and I live in Temple Terrace. I, I can't go all the way there for church. But you actually have taken care of that because you have five campuses all over the Tampa Bay area. Yeah, we realize that people do have boundaries where they want to drive too far to go to church. So, again, we have Temple Terrace and one in South Tampa, one off of Waters Avenue, uh, one right in Ybor City, and, of course, our broadcast campus on Van Dyke Road. Grace Family Church. Just try it. Just try grace.com. When you've been in an auto accident, you'll have many questions and thoughts going through your mind. First, call 911 if you're able to do so. This way, if there are injuries, help is on the way. Also, it's important you get a police report. This provides an exchange of information, and the police will question any eyewitnesses if you were too injured to do so yourself. Once out of harm's way, don't speak to or sign any documents from an insurance company. Simply call trial attorneys Dave or Stan at Papa and Geith at 727-461-4357 or 813-983-7890 to meet personally with them. This law firm provides an experienced staff that will be understanding and guide you through the difficult times that you may be experiencing due to this accident. 
Also, Dave and Stan will provide you with over 30 years of experience, making sure you receive the correct medical treatment for a full recovery, and will do their best to make you financially whole. Visit PapaAndGuype.com. Welcome back to the home team, and uh, those of you that have been on hold on the line, I certainly do appreciate that. Uh, I know we've had a guest, and we've had some good discussion here. Let's get to the phone lines right now. We'll start off with Brian. Hello, Brian. You're on the home team. Hey, how we going, guys? Doing good, good thank Brian. you. Hey, I'll tell you, that kicker in the, the, for the Bucks. I was thinking about that as you were speaking. Mm-hmm. If, if they cut him, if they cut him loose, Really, who are you going to get? All the good kickers have jobs. Uh, we'll draft somebody in the second round. Next you know, I, I heard. <laughs> no, oh, wait, that doesn't work either. I heard, Tro- I heard Troy Aikman, who's now, of course, the analyst, he made a very good good comment. You know, he said, you know, it used to be in this league for a while, it would be so hard to find a really good quarterback. It seems these days it's really hard to find a good kicker. I don't mm-hmm. know what's going on, but it's happening but all it. over the league. And I know they but look they, at it. Yeah. The good kickers. Those are the people whose names you know. Gotkowski, Vinatieri, I think he's still playing for the Colts. Guys like that, they're not leaving the team they're on. Are you kidding? Well, but you know what's interesting? The guy, I think Jonathan Tucker from Baltimore, missed an extra point last week that would have tied the game. He missed the extra point. They lost the game. First missed extra point of his career. I I think part of it, Jason, is that they've made it more challenging for kickers now. Yeah. I mean, the extra point's not a sure thing anymore. But, so they made that, and they're better rushing and, and you know, more pressure I know on that, the kickers. But, but even with moving the extra point back at an NFL level, that should be an autom- or as close to an automatic as can be. That's, that's a kick that, that if, you're a, if you're a professional kicker in the NFL, you don't miss. So, and we see kickers all over the place missing left and right. Extra so points. much of kicking is psychological, though. And even though they should be still well within their range, move back to where it is, it's still a psychological thing. You're not in that same spot that you've been in for years, and now you're back, what, 10, 15 yards further. And it's certainly within your range, but it's different. You're, you're not psychologically yeah. ready to kick from that distance. I said the moment Chandler Cantazaro missed the 40-yarder that, that would have won it for them in regulation, I said, okay, well, we know for a fact we're going to be looking for a new kicker next week. And then, lo and behold, he makes a 59-yarder. I, but, I, again, you know what? I would not have blamed the Bucks if they had still waived him. Mm-hmm. Because, it's to me, it's the same thing like with Roberto Aguayo. Okay, he's got a strong leg. You know he can make a 60-yarder. But what good is that if you're going to miss an extra point or if you're going to miss a 40-yarder? It does you no good at all. You've got to be consistent, and you need to make the, the makeable yeah. kicks first. Well, it's not an exact science, and it's difficult. I mean, I've seen, you know, kickers are just doing one thing. They're just kicking. They should hit like you're saying they should. Look at Mason Crosby, one of the mm-hmm. greatest kickers of all time. What did he miss, five, and five out of six yeah. two weeks ago or so? Do it's, the Bucks dare, do they dare draft – no. A kicker. No. No. I don't think they'll ever do that again. <laughs> but we've all just documented, all three of us have documented, all four of us, if you include Brian, have documented how valuable the kicker is and, and how many points the kicker is attributed Here, to. Here's, is it worth trying again and spending no, a, a first or second here's round Here's the pick? thing. You know, the Bucks had a kicker. They had Matt Bryant. Yeah, okay? but you they, can't they go back. Expen- I understand you can, but here's the thing. If, if you happen to get lucky and land a kicker who's really good, 
you don't get rid of them. Well, I think they've I think they've learned that now. But now they got to do the first part of what you said: land a kicker that's really good. And I know everybody's going to say you can't spend another second round. Look at Aguayo and blah blah. I think you almost do, and you say, "Hey, no. we've got to get a good kicker." But you can find there's a lots of, of kickers out there. It's a question of finding the right one, which they haven't done yet. But you right. can always get kicker, even if you look in college. Look at how many kickers out of college probably or go undrafted. There's all those kickers you can look to, look to and choose from, and say, "Okay, who was the most consistent?" In college, let's give him a try. You don't have to draft them. If you use it on a draft pick, that's a draft pick you could get to use on a on a defensive lineman or a linebacker or a safety or cornerback or, or offensive lineman, someone who could be much more valuable to your team. I disagree. I, I, don't, I think a cornerback, as valuable as he is, or a safety or a linebacker, as valuable as they are, I don't think they're as valuable as a kicker. Oh, yeah, a linebacker is not putting points on the board. Uh, no, nor no, no, is a cornerback. A linebacker is helping. Nor is a defensive lineman. Uh, they're helping to stop the other team from putting points on the board. And when yeah. you look at our defense, how awful our defense is. You know, who knows? I mean, I, I know you, you never know for sure, but who knows if that pick that we spent on Roberto Aguayo, what if that had, had been potentially a, the next star defensive lineman? I or just the next think the position is so important back. that you you, no, but you, you but, have to spend that high draft pick to, to bring one in. Now, granted, but they, teams, they missed on Aguayo. I, I'm the first to admit that. But I don't think because you missed on one, you say we're never going to draft a kicker again look, that high. Look, look at the history of, of field goal kickers. How many were drafted? And of the ones that were drafted, how many were drafted that high? The only one I can think of that worked was Sebastian Janikowski. But to me, he's the only one. I can't think of any other kicker who was drafted that high who yeah. who had a long-time success. Brian, would you draft a kicker in the early rounds again? <laughs> Maybe second, but I wouldn't waste the first round. Okay. No, I'm not talking third. about first, but I think no. I think a second-round pick is, is justifiable. To, uh, what, if, what if the scout looked? Deeper into these guys' background and see who among them plays soccer. But you, you know you remember what? Remember Igwe Gwike back in the day? Yeah. And 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 um, Ben and Terry. I think he played soccer in his background at South Dakota or wherever he was. Wasn't Roberto Aguayo though rated like the top kicker in college football, football? History. history? Maybe yeah. maybe in his certainly one of the top two. Or so top how can you do history. any? You, I mean, don't, you don't know because it's all upstairs. It's all mental. Yeah. Some guys, especially with field goal kicking, when that's all they do, it's not about, well, you know, like a quarterback has to read defenses. Can he do that at the pro level or a linebacker or defensive mm-hmm. lineman? No, it's not like that. You kick field goals, but like you said, it's all mental. You just don't know until they start kicking if a kicker has the mental But you makeup. can't really blame the scouting department for that because they drafted no. the best possible right. guy they could draft and right. nothing more they can but do. But the argument would be the philosophy, do you use a, that high pick on a kicker? That's what you yeah. could, could criticize. Well, I would because if, of the if, points. If it doesn't work, I just a turkey and you could have gotten... Like you were saying before, a player who contributed on a broader scale. Right. But then, like you said, the kicker, I mean, it's a magical position because if it's a close game, those mm-hmm. points that are left on the table cause you to lose. Yeah. Just like Shaquille O'Neal in free throw shooting. Yeah. Good you don't analogy. want you don't want somebody leaving points on the table. Even mm-hmm. when like that missed point after 
after last week. And that caught well. That cost. It could have cost us last week, but it also cost us the game prior in Atlanta. Yeah. We could have tied the field goal. They uh, would have won the game had not that point after touchdown been missed. Right. It would have been 23-24, game over. Well, right. there's, there's other ways to get a kicker. Free agency. I've seen a lot of good kickers sign. You could just be willing to pay three to five million dollars a year to get a good kicker. Yeah. If you're not going to draft, of course, you know the Bucks. They they signed Chandler Cantanzaro through free agency. He didn't work out. They had signed Nick Folk. They signed others. They just fortunately just they just haven't worked out. Yeah. And the reason he was a free agent many times. They let him go those years ago. He's flourishing. I think he's with Atlanta now. For sure. He does yeah. a decent job. He's, Matt, I think Matt Bryant is going to be a Hall of Famer. I don't know how many kickers. There's Gordon Anderson. There's yeah. Ray Guy. Matt Bryant, I think, will be another field goal kicker in the Hall of Fame. Brian, One we need a, need a couple of scores from you. we got to hit a break here. Okay, the Bucks 27, Cincinnati 26, and USF 27, and Houston 24. All right. The home teams win and a couple of close ones. Got it. Yeah, I've been getting skin on this all year. I haven't put any glue <laughs> on the ball all season. I haven't won once. Ah, uh, well, maybe this is your week. You got two Last chances. Year, I got a couple, uh, at least one. But this year, nothing. Uh, <laughs> well, maybe this is your week. Yeah, I hope so. Thanks, Brian. We appreciate Thanks, Brian. it. Take all it right. easy, guys. We appreciate that. We have to hit a break, I believe, Yehudi. Do we need a break? Okay. And uh, Brooklyn, I promise you're going to be the first caller of the second hour. And Anthony right behind him. If we have uh, one line available, well, there it goes. 289-1860 in Hillsboro. Toll-free anywhere else at 877-969-8600. Hour number two of the home team coming up on AM860. The answer. News, insight, passion. AM860, the answer. Your number one home team fans, Auto Owners Insurance and Vermost Insurance Agency is a winning combination. We'll work with you to insure your home, auto, business, and life to keep everything you value safe, sound, and secure. Auto Owners Insurance, the no-problem people. Visit the Vermost Insurance Agency in Tampa Bay today at vermost.com. That's vermost.com. You have questions. We have answers. AM 860, The Answer. WGUL, Dunedin. Clearly. AM 860, The Answer. With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington, where we're keeping track of a late-breaking story. Police officials in Pittsburgh say there are multiple casualties in a shooting that happened at a synagogue in Pittsburgh. Grand Jason Lando telling reporters today that the shooting was reported near the Tree of Life Synagogue in the Squirrel Hill neighborhood. He said the public needs to shelter in place for now. Pittsburgh tweeted there was an active shooter in the area of Wilkins and Shady Avenues. The synagogue is at that intersection. Fox News was reporting it confirmed at least three people dead and about eight people shot, and some police officers were among those wounded as well. And again, we're keeping track of the late-breaking developments as they continue to trickle in at this hour. There is late word that one person has been taken into custody again we're being told that at least four people were killed and at least eight people were shot, including three police officers. This is SRN News. 
Jamie Brown, who's the Southeast Regional Manager of AmeriFirst Mortgage, is your one-stop mortgage representative. Jamie's been our partner with the home team for over eight years now, specializing in renovation loans for purchase or refinance, manufactured homes, and first-time homebuyer loans with FHA and VA loans. He's also your guy to call if you're looking for career opportunities in a strong, family-valued culture in the mortgage field. If you're looking for anything mortgage-related, call Jamie at 727-637-2341, NMLS number 166075. If you've been involved in an auto or motorcycle or bicycle accident or any situation where you've been injured by the negligence of another, call the law offices of Papa and Guype at 727-461-4357 or 813-983-7890. When you meet personally with trial attorneys Dave and Stan, you'll know why I endorse them to be your attorneys. Visit PapaandGuype.com. That's P-A-P-A-A-N-D-G-I-P-E.com. Papa and Guype the official law firm of the home team. Paul Porter here with my friend, Pastor Craig Altman from Grace Family Church, online at JustTryGrace.com. What would you say to someone who maybe has been in church and has gotten away from church and hasn't been in a long time and were thinking about going back, but they just haven't really made that commitment? This is the perfect way to just try it. Yeah, it is. It's a great question. You know, I just like to say to them, God's not mad at you. Mm-hmm. You know, he just wants you to come home and, and maybe you've been turned off by church. Well, our church is definitely different. It's not your traditional way of looking at church. So I, I say the same thing. Just try it one time. I think you'll like it. You know, whether you're young or old or somewhere in the middle, uh, you'll fit in there because there's people of all age groups and all kinds of different denominations. There. Yeah, there is. There's a lot of diversity in age and, and, mm-hmm. and, and ethnicity, and it just it's an exciting place to uh, come. In fact, when we get to heaven, you're going to see every color Amen. represented, and that's the way <laughs> the church should be. Grace Family Church. Just try it. JustTryGrace.com. It's time for The Home Team on AM860, The Answer. The Home Team is brought to you in part by the law firm of Papa and Guype. Visit papaandguype.com by Florida Hospital Center ICE off I-75 at State Route 56 in Wesley Chapel. By Shoot Straight with locations on both sides of the bay. By Vermost Insurance. By Mahoney's Auto Repair. By the Palm Pavilion on Clearwater Beach. By the Positive Coaching Alliance. By Casper's Company, McDonald's Restaurants. And by AmeriFirst Mortgage. And now, here he is, the arena voice of the Tampa Bay Lightning, Orlando Magic, and the press box voice of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Paul Porter. (laughs) And we welcome you back to hour number two of the home team on AM860, The Answer. And, uh... A uh, very special event coming up tomorrow that we're going to be taking part in, and uh, we certainly invite all of you out to that. And uh, that is the uh, Reach Out, Speak Out silent auction. It's going to be held at the New Identities Hair Studios and uh, Amberley Drive in Tampa Palms right off of Bruce B. Downs. And we have about 150 items that are up for auction, silent auction. And just listen to some of them here. This is just a sampling of it. Uh, We have uh, lightning tickets. We have magic tickets. We have uh, New York Yankee spring training tickets. Uh, We also have uh, uh, gift cards from Alessi Bakery and from Burgermonger and Chick-fil-A and party trays. Uh, We have uh, 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 Palm Pavilion gift certificates. It's a really neat item uh, from a group called Playing Hooky, not playing hockey, but playing hooky, a fishing charter 
that you can go out on the water and enjoy a great fishing trip. Uh, we also have uh, golf balls and tees and uh, uh, Florida Hospital Center ice tickets. Uh, Yehudi has donated uh, an evening of uh, his DJ work, and we thank him for uh, donating that. Um, we've got some good things from uh, Mel's Hot Dogs and McDonald's, a, a Ronald McDonald collectible doll that uh, is very uh, worthwhile, very valuable, a man cave basket, uh, just a whole plethora of items. Uh, our good friends at Mahoney's Auto have, have dedicated a honeydew basket, which is everything you need to get those projects done around the house, and uh, you can bid on that as well. So it's tomorrow from uh, 1 until 3.30 at the uh, New Identities Hair Salon, in uh, Tampa Palms, and uh, if you want uh, more information on that, uh, you can contact them. They'll give you all the information, Uh, but I'm looking forward to being out there, and I hope that you will come out as well. And also, we have a Louis Domingue autographed hockey stick that is going to go up for bid as well. So uh, just some great items uh, to choose from there. And uh, Jason, real quick before we get to the calls, in Brooklyn, I promise you're going to be next. What are you guys doing for Thanksgiving at Alessi Bakery? I know you normally, we were talking about it last night. We were at a restaurant, and we said, well, I think we can do better than this. We normally do we do turkey dinners, uh, roast pork dinners, ham dinners. I mean, it comes with, you know, the sides, the, the vegetable medley, mashed potatoes. Because uh, we're less potatoes. than a month away. Yes, uh, it comes with a pie. You know, it's, it's got a big pie. You can get it sliced uh, or whole, um, you know, served hot or cold. Uh, it comes with uh, d- dinner rolls, the, the cranberries, uh, the whole nine yards. Also have lots. Of, of course, there's always various platters. Um, you know, um, you get just the sides themselves: mm-hmm. the mashed potatoes, the, the sweet potatoes, uh, 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 green beans. Um, you know, uh, cranberries. Uh, <laughs> cool. Yep, me too. You know, if you don't want to cook, or you, you're not able to cook. Here's the here's the ticket for you. You just yep. call Alessi Bakery, let them do all we've the work. Already, we've already started taking orders. We've got our menus out. We got menus right there in the store. We could always hand out. It's got uh, uh, front and back uh, various the, the dinners and other party platter trays. How uh, do you do it? Give us the information on how to make your reservation. Uh, sure, sure. Well, uh, um, you could call us. Uh, our number is uh, area code eight one three eight seven nine four five four four. You can come down to our store uh, located at uh, twenty nine oh nine. West Cypress Street. Uh, it's in between MacDill and Armenia. Um, we're open seven days a week, uh, Monday through Fridays, 7 a.m. to 6 p.m., Saturdays, 8 a.m. to 6 p.m., and Sundays, 9 a.m. to 4 p.m. By the way, much of the food for the uh, the uh, event we're having tomorrow, the Reach Out, Speak Out silent auction, is coming from Alessi Bakery. So it's worth coming out just for the food, if nothing else, because you're going to take part in that. I'm going right after the show over to Alessi Bakery to load up my car. Well, I always th- thank you for thinking of us. And no. Thank you for Absolutely. For Wouldn't think of anybody else. We're very happy to contribute to the, that cause. Let's go to the phone lines. Brooklyn, you're on the air. Welcome. Good afternoon, gentlemen. How are you? Doing good. 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 Doing Hello. good. Okay. Let's uh, start with the lightning. I'm going to use that one word that I used last year because this year it's going to happen. <laughs> The cup. Okay? Well, I hope you're right. right. And we don't have to go after anything. It's only October. Well, and, and we look good, and we're winning. It's great right now. Mm-hmm. Right now it is. You're right. You're let's right. Hold on to that. Let's go to baseball. My favorite thing uh, that you guys brought up, you said, well, if you're in your 60s, 70s, and 80s, you're dying off. I pay the fortune to stay alive, so I'm going to get a little <laughs> time out of it. You but know? you have to admit you're not going to be around forever. 
No, I'm not. Yeah. No, I'm not. Neither am I. A lot of people are waiting to see how much I'm leaving them, and they'll never know. <laughs> <laughs> I love those bumper stickers. We're spending our our children's inheritance. You know, yeah, I got a couple of those in my car. Dave just got a dirty look from his daughter on that one. So. <laughs> and, and, and my daughter is 28, and you know her well. Yeah, I do. She loves baseball. Okay. So, uh, you know, well, there are some that do, but sure. I'm saying the vast majority uh, are just saying, nah, it's not for me. Well, I think it has to do a lot of people's attention span nowadays. It's yes, not, very not much so. Very much but, so. But you see, I mean, as opposed to when the Rays were in the World Series, we worried about if we could fill the stadium. And last night you had 50-some-odd thousand screaming Dodger fans. And if you go to Fenway, the same deal. So why is it? Where is it? Where is the problem here? I don't understand that. Uh, we played that game, you know, uh, we can go back to the movie with uh, Costner and James L. Jones, you know, Field of Dreams. And he said, baseball, it's been a constant for 100 years. It's going to be a constant for the next 100 years. Yeah, I don't know if you can say that. I mean, we've got living proof here from a 20-year-old young lady who says that her friends really aren't interested. In well, you know, and, and, and things can change. Who, who knows for sure? I mean, we always talk about soccer. and Soccer has never been big, yet we think that maybe in the future soccer might replace one of the other sports. Very likely. I mean, there was, listen, there was a time when this country that the two top sports were a baseball and boxing. And obviously, and I'm, I'm a mm-hmm. huge boxing fan still, but boxing is nowhere near what it once was. HBO, right. after 40, nearly 50 years of coverage, after this year, HBO is going to stop doing boxing events. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it, it's a shame, a but, but yeah. things, things change. Yeah, but you absolutely. know why it's popular? Because they can kick people. I mean, when you used to box in the boxers that we knew, Jason, all you could do was box. Now these guys can kick them in. Well, it's, that's, I mean, it's the MMA. When they're on the ground. Yeah, I mean, like that, Frank Sinatra that's, says, ain't that a kick in the head? Those, yeah, two different things. I've <laughs> never been in the MMA. I'm talking about just, just strictly you know, regular boxing. That's what I mean. That's what I mean. They're, they're so enamored now with these young guys that like the kicking and the punching. and the, and, But it's not boxing. It's, it's just if you can beat the guy up, hold him down for a few minutes, and you win. And yeah. that appears to be what is popular it is, with, yeah. uh, with and, the younger and why America. why is that? Because people like to see other people get beat up, and I'm not no. going to go into that. No. But, uh, all right, let's get, to, let's get to the Bucks. Now, we won that game last week, Paul. Mm-hmm. Okay. They tried to give it away, and if you guys tell me that the offensive line is good, I'm going to say, you're crazy. They almost killed Winston nine times. I heard somebody say walking out of the press box, that was a game that both teams deserved to lose. Yeah, they both tried to lose. Yeah, yeah but I mean, you know, I mean, here, Winston is, is breaking his back. He's doing everything he can. You know, he's trying to stay out of the limelight, and, and he's getting killed on the field. You know, we need some better offensive linemen. That's it. Period. Well, but, I mean, didn't we address that? I mean, we brought in the center, Ryan Jensen. We brought in other guys on defense. The defense isn't any better. We still we still don't have a running game. I mean, we you know, we drafted Ronald Jones. I think that's the big problem. Well, we drafted Ronald Jones to be the guy, and, and he's, he's been, been a, a big disappointment yeah. thus if far. If you remember, what did I say? They could have had the guy that the Giants have right now. No, they couldn't. They had that guy in the backfield. It'd be a whole different But yeah, but there, there was no way that he was going to be there the at the time the Bucks the Bucks picked him. Though he was not going to be around. He was yeah, he was viewed as the maybe the top overall player in the draft. And as far as the defense goes, Kawhi Alexander was hurt in the at the end of the first half, and he wasn't. And that's where they were running, and that's why they got back into that game, because when he was there, he was tackling the running back. That was a factor, no doubt about it. So 
So the point is, you know, we have to accept in all sports injuries. Yeah, yeah. They're going to change the outlook. They're going to change the game. And they may even change, you know, if you can even stay with a team. So to me, to me, you know, you've got to look the whole thing in, in a nutshell. And I still don't believe Cleveland's a good team, Mr. Howard. Give me, but, give me a couple of scores, Brooklyn. All right, here they are. I got uh, USF winning 39-26. to 26. All right. And Jameis Winston, and I hope you make it to the game, is going to win 31-29 to 29 bucks. 31-29. Bucks beat the Bengals. All right. Got you down. Brooklyn, thanks so much. Take care. Thanks, we Brooklyn. appreciate thanks, it. We're going to bring in Zach Shannon, who is the hockey director out at uh, Florida Hospital Center Ice. In fact, uh, uh, he's a former semi-pro player himself and a major junior player. And his cousin, Jake Allen, with the St. Louis Blues. So we're glad to have him on the program. Zach, thanks for joining us today. Yeah, thanks for having me. Appreciate it. We appreciate it. And uh, we've been very appreciative of the partnership we have with Florida Hospital Center Ice and Gordy Zimmerman and all the people out there. Tell us a little bit about what's going on hockey-wise at uh, Florida Hospital Center Ice. Well, uh, you know, things are kind of really kicking into gear, uh, you know, with all of our leagues right now. we got our rec league. We're in our eighth week or seventh week of our rec league right now. Uh, That thing, you know, it's been going really well teams have been growing getting more kids into the game uh adult league uh things are going well we're starting a new season here soon so you know we're trying to get up to you know get some quality teams in and you know grow that as well obviously adult hockey is something in florida that's been you know uh just great and it's just growing so um yeah i mean we got that we got our travel teams that are that are you know practicing our our kids travel programs uh, single a and double a so you know for our leagues wise things have been really growing and we're just trying to continue to get as many bodies in and get kids into playing hockey. And, you know, the first step is, you know, offering things that, um, you know, can be affordable or to get people in. Uh, we're actually hosting a try hockey for free event partnership with the mm. lightning and USA hockey on November 10th. So okay. I mean, that's a program that, um, you know, it starts on November 10th, three thirty in the afternoon to sign up. You can visit, you know, USA hockey website and basically you search the zip code for the, um, for the facility and you can sign up for free and the lightning do a great job with it as well. You know, they help us out and offering equipment to the kids and to really get them in. So, you know, that's one thing that we're doing right now and we're just, you know, trying to get the kids into the game. What, so, what is the age, well. what is the age group, Zach, when you talk about the adult leagues, I mean, not all of us are star athletes anymore and uh we'd like to get out there and participate but we're a little afraid to go out and make a fool out of ourselves dave i'm sorry i'm looking at you and i I didn't mean to be looking at you i'm actually but 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 what zach what do you have as far as different levels of competition and ages and all that yeah for so for adult we have you know a wide variety of ages and skill level typically you know you have to be 18 plus to be considered to play in the adult league, but we have all kinds of levels. You know, actually last week we started our beginner league. So beginner league is typically for people who don't have a team, but you can register as a, as an individual and it's affordable. And it's the very first level that we start in adult hockey with. So it's for somebody who, you know, maybe got out to some pickups or some, you know, stick and pucks and feels that they, you know, want to Mm -hmm. join the league, but don't actually have a team to. So, 
beginner league is, you know, probably the best for somebody that wants to get in. And like I said, there's, you know, there's all kinds of, you know, different skill levels in it. But I think the main thing about something like that is that everybody's there just to have fun and nobody's going to the NHL from that league. So, yeah, you know, it's all up. You're very kind. (laughs) Well, Zach, what's the the best way if people want to get more information about anything that we've talked about here this afternoon? What's the best way to do that? Well, you can visit our website, which is floridahospitalcenterice.com. Um, that's, uh, you know, that's our main website. We try to keep everything on there. We also have uh, a main hockey email address, which is just hockey at floridahospitalcenterice.com. Um, that, you know, that basically comes to all the hockey department, and you know, we, we talk to people daily on there. And you can always call the front desk and call the facility and they'll put you in touch with the right person depending on what you're looking for. Outstanding. Well, Zach, thank you so much for taking time to be yeah. with us today. We really appreciate it. Yeah. No problem. Thanks, guys. Take All care. right. Thank Zach you. Shannon, the hockey director at uh, Florida Hospital Center Ice. We certainly appreciate that. Well, we've uh, run a little bit over, but let's uh, get to our Florida Hospital Center Ice and our Casper's Company McDonald's Restaurants High School Athlete of the Week. And uh, this week, we're honoring Blakely Bird from uh, Academy of the Holy Names. She is a soccer player and is a finalist for the Positive Coaching Alliance uh, Tampa Bay Triple Impact Competitor Scholarship Award. She says, being an athlete has always been such an integral part of her life, and she's quickly learned that there's no better feeling than to give everything she has to her team. Her favorite team, Florida State Women's Soccer, and uh, her favorite coach, her high school coach, Kareem Eskeg, and uh, favorite athlete, college athlete, Julia Lester at the University of Florida, her favorite inspirational sports movie, Seabiscuit. And uh, we remember that one, right, Jason? Absolutely. Absolutely. And uh, she shared with a coach who has had a lasting impact on her. A coach that's made a big impact on my life is my high school coach, Kareem Eskeg. He really has just brought out my true leadership on the field and has pushed me to always do my best. And he's taught me that I need to be vocal on the field. I need to tell players what I'm confused about. I need to show them the guidelines if they're confused. And he's really always just pushed me to give 100%. And he's always held me to a level that's made me push myself as well. And I'm grateful for everything that he's done for me to help me improve these last four years. Well, congratulations, Blakely Bird from Academy of Holy Names, a soccer standout there. And if you'd like to find out more about the Positive Coaching Alliance, here's how. Join our team by donating to Positive Coaching Alliance. Just go to keepkidsinthegame.org and click donate. That's keepkidsinthegame.org and click donate. We're going to take a break, and then we'll come back, and we'll talk to Rob and Anthony and Tony and more. Stay with us. More of the home team on AM860. The Answer. Find us online at TheAnswerTampa.com. Hello, I'm Bob Canigliaro, Vice President of Community Relations. We at Casper's Company McDonald's Restaurants have been a supporter of our community since 1958, giving back to countless nonprofits, millions of students and teachers, first responders, our military, and the church community. Our support has helped to raise the quality of life and economic growth of our very own hometown. We've been there for our students and faculty with incentives, tuition reimbursement, and sponsorships, and have always been there when they were hungry for a little more than education. Finally, we are especially 
especially proud of our 3,900 McFamily members whose lives we cherish as their career path or a stepping stone to a multitude of successes. Want to learn more? Visit us at casperscompany.com or follow us on Twitter or Facebook. Better yet, let us serve you with an Uber Eats delivery or prepare your meal when you arrive using our mobile app. Whether we connect at the counter, drive through or in our community, expect an ample portion of happiness. Compliments of your friends at Casper's Company McDonald's Restaurants. If you've been involved in a slip and fall, been hit by a car as a pedestrian, or maybe you've been bitten by a dog or any situation where you've been injured by the negligence of another, call the law offices of Papa and Guype at 727-461-4357 or 813-983-7890. When you meet personally with trial attorneys Dave and Stan, you'll know why I endorse them to be your attorneys. Visit PapaandGuype.com. That's P-A-P-A-A-N-D-G-I-P-E.com. Papa and Guype, the official law firm of the home team. Jamie Brown, who's the Southeast Regional Manager of AmeriFirst Mortgage, is your one-stop mortgage representative. Jamie's been our partner with the home team for over eight years now, specializing in renovation loans for purchase or refinance, manufactured homes, and first-time homebuyer loans with FHA and VA loans. He's also your guy to call if you're looking for career opportunities in a strong, family-valued culture in the mortgage field. If you're looking for anything mortgage-related, call Jamie at 727-637-2341. And MLS number 166075. Great family fun is waiting for you at Florida Hospital Center Ice in Wesley Chapel. Ice skating for everyone from open skating to lessons, hockey teams, league and pickup games. Skate rental is available and you'll find a full restaurant and snack bar if you get hungry. Did you know the U.S. Olympic women's hockey team trained at Florida Hospital Center Ice? This state-of-the-art facility even has a complete pro shop and performance center. You can skate on or rent one of their three NHL-sized rinks, the Olympic-sized rink or junior rink. For more information on this fabulous two-story facility, visit www.floridahospitalcenterice.com. Visit them on Facebook at Florida Hospital Center Ice. It's all waiting for you just off I-75 at State Route 56 in Wesley Chapel. Come and enjoy all the fun Florida Hospital Center Ice has to offer for your entire family. Just minutes from anywhere in the Tampa Bay area. He's a guy I know. He's from Alabama. He's from the hometown. So, um, you know, I, I run into him from time to time. So, uh, like I said, he's a good quarterback, but, you know, there's times there where he slips up and, um, you know, he can throw you one. We got to love our fans, and stats do matter in, in one area. But in this business, you know, if we don't win games, we all get out of here. So it doesn't matter how, how, much, how good we're doing on fantasy. Uh, we still have to execute as a team and, uh, and win to keep our jobs. Dre Fitzpatrick uh, followed by Jameis Winston there. And uh, uh, Kirkpatrick uh, mentioned that uh, Jameis does throw us one every yeah, now and then. Talk about an interception. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, it's inter- well, and it's interesting. In, in, uh, so he's played two full games and, and one half of a game. He's thrown two interceptions in each game, mm-hmm. even in the, one, in the one half game against Chicago. Yeah, I know yeah. his arm got hit on one of them, but still, you know, prone to turnovers. Yeah, and then the defenses are starting to take note of that. So yes, uh, the comments from Kirkpatrick there. Let's go back to the phone lines. Uh, Rob is with us next. Hello, Rob. You're on the home team. Hey, Paul. Hey, Rob. Great show today. I got a couple. Uh... Yep. Take care, Nick. Have a good weekend. All right. Yeah. Good I talking to the... you. Hello, Nick. Oh no 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 no. I got the oh, all right. uh, Houston all right. Cougars. Uh, 40, 
and the um, USF Bulls uh, 20. All right. Did Nick give you that information, or where'd you get that from? Uh, no, I'm not. I'm um, having a uh, lunch with my um, girlfriend and watching the Clemson F- FSU game. Ah, okay. And I got the um, – uh, Is Nick got, playing uh, for Clemson or FSU? Or? Uh, he's a Miami Hurricane fan. Ah, I got okay. the Cincinnati Bengals I was trying to find 30, out who he was. That's and it. the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, 20. 30. Bengals, Bengals 20. 20. Right. Bengals 30 and the Bucks 20. Okay, now, now Nick isn't the guy that has his eye on your girlfriend, is he? No. Okay. No, you no said you were watching the game with your girlfriend, then you said, oh, okay. all right, Nick, I'll see you. You know, and, uh, right. Okay. I just want to make sure. I'm looking out for you, Rob. I don't want somebody okay, moving in on your territory. Paul, Paul, go L.A. Dodgers tonight. Okay. All right. You done? Yep, I'm done. Have a great day, Paul. All right. Good show today. All right. Thanks. Thank you. Yep, bye-bye. Boy, see how quickly he exited when I started talking about his girlfriend you and might, Nick? You might cause a problem there. I think she left with Nick, and that, I was that's chasing. That's exactly him. where I was going. I see Dave. this. Yeah, I can see that happening. Yeah, I mean, I'm a little concerned about that because yeah. he, you know, he said, "All right, Nick, we'll see you," and then he yeah. quickly wanted to get off the phone. Start gossiping on things you don't know about you cause issues. Well, you well know, Nick is sneaky. There. Isn't that what sports talk's all <laughs> yeah. about? I mean, you got to keep your eye on Nick. Yeah, for sure. You know, yeah. we don't know what kind of guy this is. No. Uh, Nick moving into Rob's territory. Yeah, I mean, you have to admit, Jason, Rob was very quick. How quickly he got off the air? Well, because you you were talking about the, his girlfriend and Nick. That's that's why. Yeah, but then why did he leave so quick? I mean, hey, you would think he would have said, "No, he, we're fine." If my he, girlfriend he was quick, next to me, I'd stand anyway. up with it. He, yeah, he I mean, he doesn't say he gets to the point and, and, and leaves often. But he was fast, even for Rob. Yeah, because today. he doesn't want you talking about his personal issues, personal life. Uh, like, well, Nick got out of there pretty quick too. Yeah, I think yeah. next next time Rob calls you. <laughs> well, You ask him about Nick and just, you know, who this guy is and is he moving in on his girlfriend's territory. I'm looking out for my callers. That's what I'm doing. It's got to make sure. Uh, Let's go back to the phone lines. I should have asked him what the score was. I know I was trying to put it up here in the studio, but I'm afraid if I did it, I hit the wrong button and the whole show might go down. Yeah, we don't want that. He might have actually been leaving his girlfriend and chasing after Nick himself. We've left That's that a out. possibility, well, this, too. This is, uh, you can tell Dave's on. an attorney because he looks at <laughs> all different possible angles <laughs> yeah. and aspects. He might be representing Rob. Uh, if this <laughs> <happens>. <laughs> Some defamation <laughs> suit somewhere? Yeah, pop, Rob, Papa and Guype, they'll, they'll take care of you if, if you have any problem down the line. But uh, anyway, <laughs> let's go back to the phone lines. Anthony is with us. Hello, Anthony. You're on the home team. Hey, good afternoon, guys. Good um, afternoon to you. Yeah, let me uh, let me touch on something. Uh, it was a Joe DiMaggio documentary on TV uh, a couple of years ago, several years ago. Uh, he touched on the whole issue of signings, uh, and he got wise to the fact, and this was back several decades, where uh, he learned that his signature was getting sold for uh, countless amounts of money, uh, mm-hmm. and this was before eBay and Amazon. Now, let me spread out from that and touch in on the area of, of fans. Uh, youth, I, unless you grew up in the, in the, in the region where the sport grew, uh, was popular, uh, you know, if you're from up north, hockey, uh, obviously some baseball, uh, football, if you're from the New England area, that covers the, those three uh, sports, even soccer. Uh, even in comic books or even classic movie conventions, 
or comic convention. You go because you're there to see or have your favorite author or writer, uh, artist, uh, sports figure sign your personal item, and that's a keepsake. Mm -hmm. But now in the era of eBay, I'm amazed. I've been to several lightning signings. And I, I'm amazed at the at the weight some fans have to have to make well, for those who just take a bundle of Fox or sticks yeah. to decide. You can tell these are fans. They're just and I, I yeah. Just That's the, the downside of it. That is, right. and and you yeah. know I think what's happening is, and Dave, maybe we should call on your daughter again for for an answer to this one because dun, 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 dun. what the younger people are doing is going away from autographs and going towards pictures. They would rather, and she's shaking her head, yes, yeah, she's confirming that, yeah. <laughs> yep. And a picture is not going to do you any good on eBay. Nobody's going to buy a picture of your daughter to, nope. with uh, an athlete. Right. So that way you can still have the satisfaction of saying, hey, look, I got a picture taken with Jameis Winston, or I got my picture taken with Steven Stamkos. And that's exciting for them, but yet it's not something that the athlete, as, as Anthony was mentioning, is going to see on eBay trying to make a profit yeah well maybe that's exactly. the solution go to more pictures and less autographs maybe see, that, that yeah. makes it more personable oh I'm going, go ahead bro uh, that makes it more personable mm -hmm. and and the uh the uh the athlete will get you know he'll understand and i now i can understand a person handing a hockey card what was the the the, the, the custom back when i was a kid growing up a hockey card or if you were able to get a puck, get the puck signed. And you knew at that time, the athlete would know at that time, because, again, there wasn't that big uh, uh, thrust to gain money off mm -hmm. of eBay for that author, that guy's uh, autograph. But now it's just become, you know, these athletes, they're kind of weary. Now, hockey players, they're pretty cool about signing. I mean, uh, at uh, the last call on, on, on game night yeah. at the arena, uh, these guys after the interview, uh, they'll they'll actually pass through the line that's been set up for signings or photographs. So that's pretty cool. Hockey players. But are I think really they cool should people. limit it to one per person. Uh, you don't of go course, up there yeah. with a whole fistful of pucks or a whole hand stack yeah, that's of. Yeah, uh, hold it up all day. You, yeah, you, can't, you, you get one that. one autograph per person. And, you know, I, gotta, I, I would think that they would have already made that rule. They don't have that. Rule. I, I don't know if they do. I'll check with Matt Salmon because he runs the show, and I'll. Yeah, I'll find I think out that would be a no brainer because that's yeah. gonna that's gonna make things miserable for See, forever. Yeah, I, I'm usually there at, at, at you know after the after the games and, and, and then when they shut up the line there. Uh, so the fans that are there are pretty much respectful. They'll hand either one item to get mm -hmm. signed, or they'll, they'll pose for the picture. So that 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 is. I'm talking about like these individual uh, signings where they have a designated uh, establishment that will have uh, maybe two or three of the players there, and then uh, uh, they'll they'll show up. Some people show up with a. A whole yeah. box full of hockey parts. Yeah. Going, Wait a minute. Yeah. I mean, I usually yell out, "Oh, you know, let's make room for the eBayers." Well, I mean, there's there's a guy at, there's a guy at the Magic Games, and this drives me crazy. He is there purely to get autographs of the opposing team, and what he does, he has a cap for every other NBA team in in the NBA. And he wears the Laker cap, or he'll wear the Atlanta Hawk cap, or he'll wear the Houston cap to make the visiting players think that he's a fan of their team. And he's got a different cap for every team sure. in the NBA that he wears based on who they're playing that night. And he just collects visiting team autographs as they come off the, the court from their warm-up. 
and he's got stuff there. He, it doesn't matter. Every player on virtually every team to get it signed. And wow. and I went up to him one time and I says, how come you wear a hat from every different team? Aren't you a fan of any one team? And he said, I'm a fan of who makes me money. Whoa. So, I mean, he didn't pull yeah. any punches. No, he's he just, honest about it. He, honest. At least he was honest about it, right? Hey. Yeah, yeah. But that's why he's wearing the different. I mean, how many fans wear a Minnesota Timberwolves hat to a game? You know? <laughs> Even in Minnesota, not a whole lot. Yeah, and that trend, that trend has been touched in on, and it's it's been it's a virus that's been spread mm-hmm. by by uh, sports radio jocks because uh, uh, I know on Fox Sports there's a guy who's Supposedly a, a big New York Giants and uh, Yankees fan, but when I tested him, because he also works for the Raiders, but he wears Raiders, so he, he supports both teams. But he's pop, he's real good about hanging out with fans who might give the hint that they're fans of two same mm-hmm. sports teams. And, and I challenged him. I said, wait a minute. So you're quick on hanging up on these individuals, but you yourself play the hypocrite card because you're a fan of two teams. Yeah. And so what gives? So he pretty much black he blackballed me from going every party he did. But I love I love uh, pointing these guys out, man. Because you, yeah. you know, you know, especially in a, in a city where your station is supposed to be uh, backing the home teams, and yet some guys will jump on a, a different team's bandwagon, which has been the case here in Tampa Bay uh, a couple of years well, ago. Well, that's so, the, that's why this show has been known for more than twenty years as the home team and not the visiting team. So. And that's what sets it apart. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, a- Anthony, give me a couple of scores, uh, USF and Houston. Well, let me go back with the USF here, <laughs> even though they're my team. But I have to go with my Connecticut Huskies last week. But I'm going to say 34-22 uh, uh, USF. And as far as the Bucks, uh 28-17 Tampa Bay. 28-17 favor of the Bucks. All right. Got you down, uh, hey, Anthony. Let's go Bulls. Let's wrap it up, guys. All right. Absolutely. Appreciate Thanks, it. Thank Appreciate you. that. Uh, we need to hit another break, I believe. Is that correct, Mr. Yehudi? Yes, it is. And then we'll come back. And Tony and Sammy will want to talk some boxing with you, Jason. Oh, good. Uh, is there anything going on this week? Uh, not that I know of. All right, we'll just skip over it. Nah, nah, no, we'll no, talk no, to no, Sammy. No, no. <laughs> we'll always love talking boxing. We'll definitely get Sammy in there. Don't worry, Sammy. We want to get you in the contest, if nothing else. Uh, we do have a line that has just opened up. They've been tough to get today. I, I understand that, but... Uh, grab it now while you can, 289-1860 in Hillsboro. Whenever Dave Pop is here, the line just explodes. So I'm sure that's what it is. Just one of those things. Yeah. Uh, yeah magnetism. Toll free anywhere else at 877-969-8600. More of the home team coming up on AM860. The Answer. News, insight, passion. AM860, The Answer. Paul Porter here with Pastor Craig from Grace Family Church. And uh, Pastor, uh, let me first say that it's an honor to have you here it's taken a church like Grace to get me to endorse a church on the program. Wow, I'm honored to hear that, and it's good to be here, Paul. Well, it's good to have you here, and one of the things that I like is at Grace, you talk about things that are really timely for today's world. Well, you know, everyone needs help for everyday life and everyday problems, and the Bible is full of everyday answers uh, for those mm-hmm. problems, and we, we keep it simple. We even provide an outline, because a lot of people like me didn't have a Bible background, so all the scriptures are right there, so people can fall Right along with the message, whether you've known anything about God for one year or 40 years. You know, know, we realize a lot of people just want to know, how do I fix it? They know it's broke, but how do Mm -hmm. I fix my marriage, fix my children, my life? And we really believe God has some practical answers for us. Well, again, thanks, Pastor Craig. We look forward to having you on the program real soon to talk for a whole couple of hours about sports. Grace Family Church. Just try it. Just try grace.com. 
There's no place like this place anywhere near this place, so this must be the place. That's what they've been saying about the Palm Pavilion since 1926. The Palm Pavilion on the north end of the sparkling beach is a Clearwater Beach landmark. Situated directly on the beach overlooking the Gulf of Mexico, the Palm Pavilion is the place to order cool tropical drinks and watch spectacular sunsets. Tempt your taste buds with perfect pasta, sizzling steaks, chicken or seafood wraps, shrimp and crab chowder. Come for a day or stay for the night. A casual atmosphere featuring live entertainment on the deck. The Palm Pavilion Inn and Beachside Grill and Bar on sparkling Clearwater Beach. Visit them on the web at palmpavilion.com or better yet, visit in person. 10 Bay Esplanade on the north end of Clearwater Beach. The Palm Pavilion Inn and Beachside Grill. If you've been involved in an auto or motorcycle or bicycle accident or any situation where you've been injured by the negligence of another, call the law offices of Papa and Guype at 727-461-4357 or 813-983-7890. When you meet personally with trial attorneys Dave and Stan, you'll know why I endorse them to be your attorneys. Visit PapaAndGuype.com. That's P-A-P-A-A-N-D-G-I-P-E.com. Papa and Guype, the official law firm of the home team. You know, it seems like the past couple of years we haven't had a problem with yards, and then this year obviously we took another step forward. But um, I think a big thing for us offensively is just converting all those yards into more points, and an uh, easy way to do that is to turn the ball over less. You can tell Cameron Braid is a, a Rhodes Scholar there with uh, coming out of the uh, the uh, Intelligent Harvard. League. Yeah, the Harvard, uh, the Ivy League. But uh, Cameron Braid cut down the turnovers and turned the field goals into touchdowns, or I should say the field goal attempts into touchdowns because the field goals aren't always points, but we discussed that at length yes. already. So, hey, I want to again invite you out to uh, a couple of things. First off, if you're looking for a church and you're just you're not into the uh, the churchy type hymn book type service, well, I would strongly recommend go where my wife and I do. We go to Grace Family Church. We go to the Temple Terrace campus, but they have five campuses all over the Tampa Bay area. They have one on Van Dyke. That's their main one. One on Waters that, Jason, I know your brother uh, attends on a regular basis. Mm -hmm. Uh, One in Temple Terrace. uh, Also one in Ybor City and one in South Tampa. So they really have the entire Hillsborough County covered. And uh, they have another one, a sixth campus, going to be opening up in right after the first of the year. So we're looking forward to that. Uh, The best way to do it, go to the website, JustTryGrace.com. They have services at all of the campuses every Sunday at 9.30 and 11.30. And at the Van Dyke campus, they have uh, services on Saturday as well. And then I also want to invite you out to the uh, Reach Out, Speak Out silent auction that's coming up tomorrow. It's hard to believe, but it's already here. I mentioned some of the items last hour, about 150 items available for you to bid on, anything from $5 up to several hundred dollars. And just some of the highlights, a Louis Domingue autograph stick, uh, tickets to Tampa Bay Lightning, tickets to the New York Yankees spring training, tickets to the Orlando Magic, 
gift certificates from Alessi Bakery and Burgermonger and Chick-fil-A, uh, a, a DJ certificate from our good friend Yehudi. Uh, he's going to come out and uh, for one of your parties or re- receptions or whatever it may be. Uh, that will be available as well. And uh, something new this year, a fishing charter from our friends at Playing Hooky, and they'll take you out on the Gulf of Mexico for a, a half-day fishing trip, uh, and you can enjoy yourself doing that. Uh, you know, it's not too early to start that Christmas shopping, and here's a great way to do it. Uh, McDonald's backpack that has a Ronald McDonald uh, uh, doll in it, a collectible doll, just a whole bunch of stuff. Now, this is going to be tomorrow from 1 o'clock till 3.30 at the New Identities Hair Salon on Amberley road in uh, new tampa right off of bruce b downs i'll be out there the whole time and i hope you'll come by uh food from alessi bakery as well as chick-fil-a and uh, a whole bunch of other places so come on out and uh, spend your sunday afternoon uh, with us and pick up on some great items for a very good cause Uh, reach out speak out uh, helps victims of domestic violence and we certainly are proud to be associated with that and you can help out by uh, bidding on some of these items and that's again tomorrow from 1 to 3.30. New Identities at Tampa Palms uh, on Amberley Road in New Tampa. Let's go back to the phone lines. Tony is with us next. Hello, Tony. Hey, good afternoon, guys. Good, good afternoon, afternoon to you. Good afternoon. About the not talking English thing, if they all just had laryngitis, they wouldn't have to speak at all. Now, like you've had, huh? Yeah. Well, I you think... sound a little better today. Oh, thank you. Thank yeah. you. I think I'm getting better. Good, good. I hope I don't have to go to an ENT or anything. Right. So do right? I. And uh, I, I, I'm always interested in, like, behind-the-scenes stuff. Uh-huh. Now, how, how do these teams travel? Like, okay. We'll Very take, nicely. When, <laughs> okay. You take Cincinnati Bengals. Mm-hmm. They, when do they fly into town? Do they rent a whole room of a floor? How does that work? As far like, when the Bucks go to Cincinnati, for example? Or, or the Cincinnati coming here? Yeah, usually they will leave on a Saturday morning, and they get there by Saturday afternoon. They charter. They don't go on commercial flights. They have a charter, and they have very nice reclining, almost like a bed that they can uh, sit in. And uh, then they have all kinds of food that is brought to them. I know because I've chartered with both the uh, Buccaneers and with the New York Rangers when I was coming back. And from, how do the uh, hotel? Is it like a whole floor, two floors? How do they work that normally? They generally take a, a whole floor, and uh, so they want to keep the players the isolated from the, right, right. from the other people that may be staying in. It's always a five-star hotel. I mean, they don't stay at Motel 6. I can guarantee you that. They're... They're at the top of the top, and uh, they're treated very well. So it's not that hard. Uh, back in the day when I was traveling with the Cleveland Cavaliers, we flew commercial, and the NBA had a rule that you had to take the first flight out the next morning after the game. So if you were in New York and you had to get to Boston for the next night, you had to be on the 6 a.m. flight. I bet that was fun. Oh. Wow. But the reason they did that was in case there was a weather issue sure. or, or, or delay or something. They want to make sure the team is in the next city uh, so they don't miss the game. So that's when charters didn't exist. And now every team charters everywhere they go, and it makes it a lot easier. So so there you go, Tony. There's some behind-the-scene information for you. All right, thank you. Oh, let's see. I'm going to go. Uh, last week I went against the grain, right? Yeah, if you I, did. Yeah. And, if I and you home, lost. 
Yeah, if I would have went to home teams, I think I would have won. Well, run. what do we tell you, Tony? I know. Uh, what's the name of the show? Uh, the home team. There you go. All right. You went with Connecticut and Cleveland, and you lost, and you lost. Uh-huh. I'm going to go against the grain again. All right. You haven't learned, huh? No. All right. Hard sell. Okay. I would go Houston and the uh, Bengals. Both games, 28-23. 28-23. You're, you're... Now, you've changed that up a little bit. You've gone with uh, different scores than that in previous weeks, so... A little bit. Yeah. Uh, you, you've been at 28 23 has been a pretty popular number for you, though. And you've had success with it, too. So I we'll, know. We'll see how you do. All right, Tony. Thanks so much. All right. Thanks, Appreciate Tony. it. Sammy is with us next. Hello, Sammy. Hello. It's a pleasure to talk to you, sir. And to you as well, my friend. Jason is hey. waiting here anxiously, ready to talk some boxing. Hi, Sammy. How you doing? Well, you you're one of the best. Oh, well, thank you. Did you know HBO dropped boxing? I, I had heard that. I was very sad to hear that. Yeah, at the end of the, this year, HBO will no longer be carrying um, uh, boxing. And that's that's a shame. I mean, they've been doing it since the early 70s. And um, through the years when I've watched boxing, my, my really my favorite cards and favorite uh, fights uh, have always been on HBO. So I was very disappointed to hear that, Sammy. Yeah, me too. Hey. Like I said, you one of the best. And oh, thank we know you. that. That's why we bring him in here every <laughs> oh, thank week. Thank you. I appreciate that. You, my friend, Jason. You should see him You're at the bakery. Friend, Sammy. Thank you. He hustles so around sorry. that bakery, and I can't keep up I with get, him. He's, he's you know, he I get goes on double time. <laughs> hey, Paul. Yeah. I got a couple of scores here. All right. I'm glad you remembered I was here. Well, <laughs> I know. I thought you were just talking to Jason. No, right. I, I like to talk to you guys. Well, I like to talk to you too, Sammy. Yeah. Dave Papa's uh, here too. Say hello, Dave. Hey, how you doing, Sammy? Who? That's Dave Papa. Oh, Steve? No, Dave. Oh, Dave? Yeah. Yeah. How you doing? Oh. Hey, okay, Dave. All right. Thanks for talking to me. Yeah. You're oh, right. Absolutely. Yeah. Our pleasure. So, what are your scores, Sammy? Well,. Probably I'm forgot going, by now. No. Okay. Go I'm ahead. going with Houston 34. All right. USF 28. So USF loses their first game of the season. As yeah. you see it. All right. How about the Bucks and the Bungles tomorrow? The well, Bengals. Houston is a pretty tough team. Yeah. Yeah, they are. They, they, they beat USF uh, last year. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's going to be a tough one. How about well, the Bucks I, game tomorrow? I go with Cincy 31. Okay. Bucks 28. Ah, so you got both the home teams losing then. I know. Oh, I'm well. sorry about that. Yeah, so am I. I hate to see that happen. We'll, we'll see. Maybe it won't happen. That's why they play the game. That's right? why they play it. Yep. Who, who yep. said that, Jason? That's why they play the game. I always remember Chris Berman saying that. <laughs> okay. I mean, I'm sure it was someone before I always him, remember him with Kurt the back, Gowdy. back, 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 back. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. you. Yeah, that's him, too. Yeah. Wasn't it Kurt Gowdy? Could have been. Might have been. Yep. He was a good good, a good sportscaster. Oh, ex- ex- yeah. He used to make amazing. games exciting. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Him and remember Lindsey Nelson? Oh, yeah. That was another good one. That, oh, uh, good. Yeah. Going way back. Oh, it's, it is going Love way Keith back. Keith Jackson as well. Yeah. Yeah. Alabama. <laughs> Remember that when he always said that. You, you still there, Paul? I'm still here. Yep. Are you there? Oh, 
Yeah, I'm, All right. I'm, I'm listening to you guys. Well, that's a smart move, Sammy. You have very good taste. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Sammy. I wish, yeah, I wish you guys would do three hours. Well, I know oh, some, some do, but... I can't do three hours. I, I, we have, yeah. I'm I mean, a very we, we busy a person. To, we have a lot to say sometimes, but sometimes it's not all that useful. Um, oftentimes. Oftentimes. Thanks, Sammy. We appreciate bye, it. Bye-bye, Jason. Bye, Sammy. Thank you so bye, much. Paul. Always good to talk to you. Bye. Don't, say, don't forget to say goodbye to Dave. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right. There goes Sammy. I, I've said it before that this this show reminds me of Cheers. You know that that show where you get yeah, your, yeah, of course. your group of characters just kind of sitting around the bar and talking sports, and they all and have different is. personalities. It's, a lot, yep, and it's and, great. It's a, it's a lot of fun. And, yeah, um, always, always entertaining. And I by love the, coming here. It's great. By the way, Jason, we're working on the Christmas party yes. for December the eighth. I yep. believe that's the. Uh, the second Saturday in December. That'll be perfect. That'll be at Alessi Bakery. And Dave, I hope you can come by and oh, absolutely. Uh, bring your to. family with you as yeah. well. And uh, we, we have a good time. And all the listeners get together, and we have food there, and we have a gift exchange and a whole bunch of other stuff. Yehudi, you're going to be able to break away. You've never gotten a chance to attend one of these because you're always here on the other side of the glass. Yeah, I know. Well, let's see. Maybe I could get a gift from Mr. Joe Weaver. That would be a nice early Christmas gift for you to let you come to the to the uh, event at Alessi Bakery. Yeah, well, let's see. We, we could talk to him and see what happens. If I could get one show done, go over there, and then come back. Hey, there you go. Work. There's always a way. There's, There's always, always a way. will is a way. Yeah. Let's bring in Don next. Hello, Don. You're on the home team. Good morning. Uh, good afternoon, I mean. Good afternoon to you, Don. How's everybody doing? We're doing, doing good. How about yourself? Excellent. Great show as always. I'm actually getting to be able to call in because I'm home today. So well, good. Really good. We Got appreciate quick, uh, that. Halloween party uh, tonight. So, um, be Christmas fun. party. That's, yeah, that's, des- uh, December the 8th. That's what we're looking at. Excellent. So we should uh, hope to see you out there and uh, circle that day on your calendar because I know things get busy during the holidays. Yes, it does, but I, I will be there. Oh, good. Because it, it's always fun. It's always great, and thanks to Jason and uh, Leslie Bakery. And well, they do a they great do. job and put out a nice spread oh, for us, and they, they open up their place to us. So uh, we, we are very appreciative of that. We've been there like the past uh, six, seven years, yeah. I think, now. Mm-hmm. Right, Jason? Having a Christmas party there. Yes. So it's December the 8th, me. mark it down. Very cool. But, uh, yeah, we got the uh, – uh, that was some World Series game. I, I couldn't watch the whole thing because I had to get up early this morning. Yeah, I think most people couldn't. Yeah. Um, that, that's just, I mean, 3.30 in the morning. Wow. Yeah, that that's a lot. But uh, that was great that the Dodgers pulled it out. Glad to see that when I woke up this morning. Yeah. You know, Dave, Dave I, disagrees, but I, I, I agree. I, I was kind of rooting <laughs> yeah. for the Dodgers. Yeah. So, you know, it's somewhat different. The Dodgers been since 1988, the last time they uh, they won the World Series. I just want to see a seven-game series. I, mean, I, invested, yeah, me too. I invested seven hours into that game. <laughs> so I don't want to hear it. Yeah. Yeah. I also, I wanted to say I also went to game two in Boston. And, oh, all right. and that was electric. I mean, sure. and it's fun. And seeing the Dodgers win is cool. I'm okay with that. I I have a hard time believing the Dodgers are going to be able to beat them in you know four games. But oh, well, the Red Sox are based tough. on their record alone. They're, they're they're the best team. They should win. They're, it. They're, they're the. I mean, they win. What did they win? One hundred eight games. So I mean, yeah, they're the better team. Um, of course, you know things happen in the in the postseason. You never know. Yeah. Yeah. Talk about uh, the second baseman for the Red Sox. Things happen. 
that was the error in the 12th inning, was it, or the 13th inning that kept I might have already gone to bed. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, routine ground ball with two outs. He throws yeah. the guy out. They win, but he not only slipped and fell, he got up and threw the ball away. Mm. Hey, I Kinsley. just wanted to make a quick correction here before we go any further. The uh, silent auction tomorrow is from 1.30 until 3.30 is when the bidding will end, and then uh, you'll have all of your items that you bid on. Uh, by four o'clock, so uh, jot that down. One thirty tomorrow. It's only two hours of bidding, so it's not a long time. And uh, one thirty to three thirty for the bidding tomorrow at uh, New Identities. Want to get that correct? All right, uh, Don, got a couple of scores for us. I do. Uh, I think the Bucks are going to pull this out, thirty-seven to twenty-four. Thirty-seven twenty-four in favor of the yeah, Buccaneers. I think we're finally going to get some offense. Okay. And how and, about USF uh, and Houston? Uh, 41 Bulls, uh, 31 Houston. All right, got you down. 41-31, favor of the the uh, USF Bulls. Bulls. Got it. Absolutely. Thank you, Don. Appreciate it. All right, you guys take care. Have a Thanks, great week. Take All care, right. Don. Thanks, Sounds Don. good. Ken is our final caller of the day. Hello, Ken. How's everybody today? Good. Hey, Thanks. Ken. Thanks for holding on, Ken. No problem. Listen, as far as the baseball goes, the problem with that is I think. Uh, I know, Paul, growing up like you did, you know, you used to go to, uh, and go to schools and you would have the boxes and do strikeout and mm-hmm. parks. Now the parks are closed because of lawsuits, kids spraining their ankles. There you go for the attorney right there. And uh, you look at these ballparks, hey. these baseball parks, there's nobody there. It's empty. Kids are playing soccer, but who's who's how's, how's the kids going to play baseball? Yeah, soccer you can play in your yard. You're talking you about know, the, the baseball parks for little leagues and that, and yeah, uh, yeah. yeah, that's. And I played, and I remember like playing butt. little league very well. I, mm-hmm. I had a ball playing little league. Um, mm-hmm. Me too. Yeah, so that's yeah. Yeah, look at just drive there. by, drive by any park, and you'll see in the baseball. Why are they empty and they're locked up? Because of lawsuits, and nothing wrong with that. But you know, the kid sprains his ankle, and right away the parents are suing the uh, county or whatever. So that's part of it. But and anyway, if you need a good attorney, I, I've got one that I can recommend to you. But yeah, no. I closed well, half those parks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm only joking. Yeah, I'm glad never you said that. Yeah. Ever. Yeah. Well, anyway, thanks a lot. Great show, Paul and guys, and um, be safe on. Uh, Halloween. Do you want to get in the contest, Ken? No, no, I'm a pass. I okay. appreciate it, though. Thanks, right. Ken. Thanks so Ken. much. We're going to take our final break, and then Dave and Jason and I will tell you who we think is going to win tomorrow and today on the home team on AM860. The answer. Much like the weather, your life could change at the drop of a hat. Don't be caught unprepared. You don't know what will happen tomorrow, but no matter what happens to you, you can make sure your loved ones are provided for with a life insurance policy from Auto Owners Insurance. Meet with a local independent agent and secure a policy now to rest easy knowing you're protecting the ones you love. Visit Vermost Insurance in Tampa Bay today at vermost.com. If you've been involved in a slip and fall, been hit by a car as a pedestrian, or maybe have been bitten by a dog or any situation where you've been injured by the negligence of another, call the law offices of Papa and Guype at 727-461-4357 or 813-983-7890. When you meet personally with trial attorneys Dave and Stan, you'll know why I endorse them to be your attorneys. Visit PapaandGuype.com. That's P-A-P-A-A-N-D-G-I-P-E.com. Papa and Guype, the official law firm of the home team. 
Jamie Brown, who's the Southeast Regional Manager of AmeriFirst Mortgage, is your one-stop mortgage representative. Jamie's been our partner with the home team for over eight years now, specializing in renovation loans for purchase or refinance, manufactured homes, and first-time homebuyer loans with FHA and VA loans. He's also your guy to call if you're looking for career opportunities in a strong, family-valued culture in the mortgage field. If you're looking for anything mortgage-related, call Jamie at 727-637-2341, NMLS number 166075. Great family fun is waiting for you at Florida Hospital Center Ice in Wesley Chapel. Ice skating for everyone, from open skating to lessons, hockey teams, league and pickup games. Skate rental is available, and you'll find a full restaurant and snack bar if you get hungry. Did you know the U.S. Olympic women's hockey team trained at Florida Hospital Center Ice? This state-of-the-art facility even has a complete pro shop and performance center. You can skate on or rent one of their three NHL-sized rinks, the Olympic-sized rink or junior rink. For more information on this fabulous two-story facility, visit www.floridahospitalcenterice.com. Visit them on Facebook at Florida Hospital Center Ice. It's all waiting for you just off I-75 at State Route 56 in Wesley Chapel. Come and enjoy all the fun Florida Hospital Center Ice has to offer for your entire family. Just minutes from anywhere in the Tampa Bay area. Since 1989, LRE Ground Services has been the industry leader in foundation repair, concrete leveling, and foundation stabilization for residential and commercial properties. I've used them at my home. LRE is also fully trained and licensed to handle all of your concrete needs. Concrete repair, removal and replacement, pouring new slabs, and even installing brick pavers for a more aesthetically pleasing look. LRE will put your mind at ease. 800-580-0229. 800-580-0229. Mention Paul Porter for a free no-obligation estimate. LREGSI.com. Welcome back to the home team. Thanks to everybody for joining us today. Uh, Steve Griggs from the uh, Tampa Bay Lightning and to Shannon from the uh, uh, Florida Hospital Center Ice. Dave, thank you for uh, joining us today. Papa and Guype, a longtime sponsor of the home team. We certainly appreciate you and Stan uh, stepping up and being a sponsor of the program. Well, thank you very much. It's always a pleasure to be with you guys. You guys are a lot of fun. We have a good time here. And if uh, anybody needs a good attorney... Uh, you're the one to get, right? Well, thank you. Yeah, we appreciate that. Yeah, absolutely. What do you see for the games tomorrow? All right. I think the Buccaneers are going to pull this one out. Okay. I'm going 24-21. 24-21. And how about USF and uh, Houston? I think USF is going to win this one. I think they're going to win this one big. I'm going 38 38- 21. All right, Jason, what do you think? I'm going to go with USF to win um, 32 to 28. Uh, the Bucks. I hope I'm wrong, but I'm going to go with the Cincinnati 29 to 17. All right, and I have uh, USF uh, winning today by a final score of 28-24, and uh, the Bucks lose to the Bengals tomorrow by a final score of 31 to 13. We will talk to you next Saturday at 11 o'clock on the home team on AM860. The answer. News, insight, passion. AM860, the answer. WGUL, Dunedin. Online at am860theanswer.com.